The following announcement has been paid for by the Rant Army. Hey, this is Missy Hyatt, The Walking Riot, or as I would like to call myself, or as many people call myself, the First Lady of Professional Wrestling. <laughs> anyway, this message is from Brandon Lane to Eddie Travis. And I just want to let you know, Eddie and Travis, I hate to really say it. I know that one of you, I guess it's Travis, you own every WCW VHS tape. I don't know. Are they still tapes out there? I mean, are there still players that play them? I don't know. I mean, you're getting way before my time. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, Brandon wanted to let me know to tell you that you have very unattractive penises. I'm sorry, Eddie and Travis, but your penises are just unattractive. And Brandon's is just beautiful. Can I say that again? Beautiful. So I don't know if there's anything you can do about it. I mean, I know if I don't like my boobies, I just go and get new boobies. I don't know if they have penises that you can go and get, but I would check into that. You know, call a plastic surgeon and see what they can do. I don't know. Anyway, until next time. Mwah. back guys to wrestling ruined episode 18 i am of course your host the extravagant the incomparable the podcast world champion eddie shepherd along with uh travis the teardrop tattoo having after i murder both of you guys when i take the title from you last time <laughs> <laughs> i don't no, I, no far be, out, skip part. Far, far be it for me to uh, to to inquire upon the, the. He broke me already. Far be it for me to inquire upon the rule book and how all this works. And I'm fairly certain if you commit murder, that null and void your title change. But it's uh, it's all it's all I'll a mute point it. because you will never ever be champion. Because I'm going to be champion next. I'm beautiful Brandon A. Lane. Ain't no. <laughs> no. Beautiful Brandon A, which stands for awesome, Lane. One half of the Podcast Express. Your longest reigning podcast champion. Your most title. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm even. You and I are tied for most title reigns. I actually earned my Got to crack a beer to get through this fucking intro. <laughs> oh, shit, guys. So this episode, we decided to take a detour. Each of us came up with a terrible pay-per-view that we could possibly review, watch along with you guys. I came up... I don't even fucking remember. What did we all come up with? You did Victory Road 2009. Victory Road 2009. Uh, Travis, or Brandon chose... uh, Capital Combat Combat 1990, the return of RoboCop. (laughs) And then Travis chose the episode that actually won, which is the Great American Bash 1991. Thanks a lot, Travis. I know things that are shit-tastic. So... We, we put it into a randomizer. Of course, this episode won. Um, really quick preface. This uh, this episode, 
it's supposed to have a completely different main event, but we'll get to that. So, guys, go ahead and get your peacock pulled up. Uh, pull or out. Or out, yeah. Or get your peacock pulled out. Um, and your balls. And uh, look up <laughs> Great American Bash. <laughs> Great American uh, This will be Season 4, Episode 1. It is Great American Bash 1991. We'll do 3, 2, 1, play. And uh, we'll start start this off. Three, two, one, play. There's a bush in 91. It's probably hairy. Woo! <laughs> Turn this shit down. Look at this opening, guys. Okay, like I was There's just... Bobby Eaton. <laughs> My God, was that, was that Johnny Ace in a skateboard? <laughs> so, guys, originally this card was supposed to be headlined in a steel cage match between Ric Flair and Lex Luger. Get out of uh, the way, jumping Jim. Oh, For the WCW Championship, two weeks before this show, WCW Executive Vice President President, excuse me, Jim Hurd fired Ric Flair over a contract dispute, stripping him of the title in the process. At the time, champions left a $25,000 security deposit that would be refunded to them along with any accumulated interest on the deposit once they lost the title. As Hurd did not give Flair his deposit back, Rick said, fuck, your, fuck you and fuck your company. I'm taking the belt. And he brought it to WWF. FedExed it to him, goddammit. Oh, yeah. Let him know he was serious this time. WCW had to commission a new world championship belt. However, the belt could not be made that quick for the bash. So the company was forced to improvise. A championship wrestling from Florida title belt that was in the possession of Dusty Rhodes was used, and a metal plate with WCW World Heavyweight Champion was attached to it. World's number one bowler. You you see it later on. It is fucking terrible. (laughs) Uh, They should have used my good buddy... Ali Anwar, who has made both uh, the Wrestling Ruin Championship belt and the uh, Ransom the Black Lodge uh, podcast heavyweight championship I think, that de- I think that deserves a yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. The opening match is PN News <laughs> and Bobby Eaton. Who, who the last clash of champions, mind you, was in the world heavyweight title match against Ric Flair, two out of three falls. No fucking wonder he wanted to leave. <laughs> Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. I'm talking about Bobby Eaton. Not, I know, I know, I know. News. Uh, they're taking on... Uh, My apologies, that actually probably was a good match. <laughs> studied Steve Austin and Terrence Taylor. The dark match before the show started was Junkyard Dog. Man, I, mullet. Look at that fucking dude, mullet. God, beautiful Bobby, you are beautiful. The Junkyard Dog defeated Black Dude, Bart. I'm sopping wet. You could jump on a toddler in my fucking pants oh, right God. now. I hate these entrances, by the way, where they're just randomly standing on a circle, and they're like, oh, here it is. <laughs> Uh, like I was saying, Junkyard Dog defeated Black Bart. JYD would pass away uh, in 1998 due to a car accident. And Black Bart would re- uh, will return on the podcast for World War III in 1995, wrestling as Big Train Bart. How much cocaine do you think did uh, Chris Adams sell to get Lady Blossom her titties? A lot. Because they're pretty massive. They are fucking huge. Yeah, Holy yeah, shit. They her, are. Face is, her face is busted. Her face does not match her fucking tits. No, when you have tits that size, you don't need a face. <laughs> Bingo. Here's here's the funny thing, though. Here's the was the, the computerized man. The computerized man of the 1990s, Terrence Taylor. Where the fuck is his manager, Alexander York? Probably blowing no somebody backstage. Dustin? Oh. Yeah. Good for him. Terry Runnels, by the way. Um... I don't care how old you are, I would gladly dock myself into you. She's pretty uh, busted on that dark side of the room. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't fucking New care. New Jack ruined that for everyone. 
Dude, she's hardcore. Listen, when I'm not going to satisfy her regardless, pre they, or post New Jack. When that's they, not the point. When they had sex, Natural Born Killers was playing in the background, <laughs> just on a loop. This match was uh, supposed to be a traditional scaffold match, but on the day of the show, a capture the flag stipulation was added. <laughs> this is that. This is Lady Blossom Room Two Sixteen. Keys are under the chair. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, yeah, they added to capture the flag stipulation uh, because none of the wrestlers were willing, empty seats. None of the wrestlers were willing oh, to fall. Oh my god! Oh, that's a pretty cool camera shot for the time, though. I'll give it that. Yeah, uh, it, 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 uh, the only problem is that it's not in service to the. Yeah, they should have done the show, other way around. Which there's even less. There's even more empty seats on the other side. Uh, Terry Taylor looks like a star, guys. <laughs> Fuck you guys! He looks great. He's the Kagawa. I, I'm actually going to defend Terry Taylor. No, he's not that bad. Terry Taylor, when he was wrestling for UWF, he was their television champion. The guy had great matches with Eddie Gilbert and like all uh, Steve Williams. He was a tremendous talent. He never quite had the charisma to be a top star. But if you'd given him a fucking mouthpiece, somebody who really could talk, like a Polly Dangerously, he could have been, you he know, would, a United States champion. Or I think he could have been. A, would have been a nice fit for the Dangerous Alliance. Really, honestly, if you think. Well, at that point, no. No, but by I, that point, he, it's fucking career poison. He, he just, he's, at, at this point, man, PN News makes more sense. Here, here's, here's another th- thing that's crazy to me. Like, this is a fucking scaffold match. It's opening your pay per view, and it's like thrown together bullshit. Yeah, I have my notes too. That the scaffold match is a stupid concept. On top of that, especially when it's used in a throwaway match. Like, and none of these guys you could tell wanted to really be in this match because it means nothing. Like. PN, uh, PN any, News. Any match that has PN News in it doesn't mean anything. Yo, I mean, baby! <laughs> Matt, I, like, Steve Austin pretty much just glosses over this shit if he ever talks about it. He's like, yeah, I wasn't going out there to get hurt. They, they fucking hug the, the fucking rail this the, entire fucking match. The only person that doesn't act like he's that scared of it is Bobby Eaton. You know why? Bobby's been, been in one. Yeah. He's been in one. He fell off it. He was in Night of Skywalkers, right? Uh, 86? Uh, 86 uh, against the, uh, the Road, Road Warriors. Warriors. And yeah. then uh, was it 87, they did... Um, the New Midnight? Was it the New Midnight? Yeah, it was uh, Stan and Bobby. And the first one was uh, Dennis, Dennis and Bobby. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The first one does when uh, uh, Cornet blows his knees blows out. His knees yeah, out. because <laughs> Big Bubba's supposed to catch him. can't see. <laughs> he looked up and missed him. But, like, I mean... In this situation, is WCW 1991, Jim Hurt says, your ass has got to be on a scaffold. You're going to be like, I'd probably be like, yeah, fuck no, you, man. No, I'd call Ric Flair and say, is there a spot in New York? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think their payoff for this match was? Do you Not, think they got paid more to do this match? Not or? enough. Well, obviously, they didn't get paid enough. Like, but do you, but do you look think, at that whole thing just fucking moving. Do you think that um, their payoff was far greater than what it would have been normally? Or did, I'd probably not. Or is this just a, an instance of um, guaranteed money and you get paid what you get paid? I think it's just you get paid what you get paid because... Look at that shake. I mean, I just... I don't think they got a higher payoff for this fucking match. Like, it's, so, it's hard to even sell because like, all you can really do is throw the guy down like that unless you're going to do Austin, this. Austin does a great spot here where he, he he's barely hanging on. I, I feel like the scaffold in 86, though, has, like, supports from up top, though, so it doesn't move as much like this. Well, it's Jim Hurd. He doesn't give a shit. If this yeah. was a Pizza Hut, he would fucking know how to construct <laughs> well, That's what he's trying to build in the ring there. That's the, that's the, like, the front of it there, like, the everything. Just need some doors. I don't like it. I don't like this capture the flag option. It's bullshit. 
Well, they they go fucking. Uh, I like when Bobby gets the flag here. About spoiler alert, he like tiptoes across. He's like, doo, 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 doo. you know what? He's a fucking pro. <laughs> he's like, he's fucking tremendous. Jim Cordes probably like, thank God I ain't doing this shit. Well, look Watch at out, PNU's about to bust. Look at this you. guy with the 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 white boots, the fucking shitty looking white knee pads, and the multicolored tights. That's the fucking one of the biggest stars in wrestling history. Yeah, I know now. Yeah, that's crazy to think. The the white knee pads are dirty as shit too. Dude, thought, I'm not gonna lie. I was a huge Steve Austin fan uh, around this period, um, but I never thought, I never I thought, thought he would have got to the position that he got. Brandon, why don't you tell everybody what's on the floor down here in a beautiful frame right in front of the mic? Well, um, previously Travis, being the you know the wonderful friend that he is, <laughs> decided that he would he would get me a present that would be near and dear to my heart, and that being a PN News autographed picture that's in a really nice frame. Frame costs more than the picture. And I, oh, I have no doubt, um, but I, I was telling Eddie before we recorded that, like, you made a big, big uh, error when you purchased the frame for it, because this isn't one that I can, uh, that has one of the little flaps in the back where you can set it up and put it on a table, because that was my original idea. Like, well, we'll be able to look at it for, and adore it the entire time we're recording, but no, no, it has to sit in the fucking floor. Because that, that's what you that think about me. hanging it on the wall. Do you guys think it's a missed opportunity not putting PN News and fucking men on a mission? God, just imagine <laughs> if PN News would have fell off his fucking scaffold. He'd have went through the ring. So, do you guys know... Do you guys oh, know... Oh, titties. Look at those titties. Oh, God. Oh, damn. They should have showed that the entire entire match. That's what Thomas Giovanni probably got. Boobies. Um, <laughs> so, do you guys know what happened with PN News post-WCW? No, I don't. I, didn't, I know Danny Spivey quit before this fucking pay-per-view because he wouldn't put him over. I don't fucking blame you. <laughs> PN News continued to wrestle for, for quite a while. Did he change his name to Mass Transit? No, no, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He looks like Mass Transit's dad. <laughs> I concur. I'm trying to think of another a clever uh, wordplay of... Um, <laughs> <laughs> S- Senior Subway. I don't know. I can't Senior remember. Subway. Yeah. Uh, but he he continued to wrestle in Europe up until like the two thousands, and he's like a cult figure over in Europe. Why? <laughs> what is probably, wrong with you like people? Big Daddy or something? Or fuck, Big Daddy. Were they calling Big Rapper or some bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's like swinging for dear life, like next to the rail. So he's like, "I'm not going anywhere. Fuck you." I uh, I was going through and the I was fans like, "Fans are going nothing." I was going through and I was like, "You know, what? I think I might do a career retrospective for Terry Taylor." And I started to write. I was like, "You know what? I don't even fucking care." So I stopped. He, he Red Rooster, a- computerized man, agent. Yeah. <laughs> In that order. In that order. There's a little more involved <laughs> no, he, out there. I'm sorry. He goes to WCW for. 13 months, then he quits, goes to WWF for eight, then he goes back to WCW, then he comes back to WWF, then he goes to TNA, then he goes to friggin' whatever else, and now he's in NXT. You're, you, he, okay, he was, he was, he was, tele- he was a oh. prolific television champion uh, for the UWF. Yeah, I mean, and, and, even before, and, and prior to that, he, he worked for Mid-South, but Bill yeah, Watts, he, 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 was in, like, he was like the original incarnation of the Fabulous Ones, too. I mean, he said he was supposed to be the million dollar man, he chose the wrong gimmick. Of the box. He, I think, I, the I, box I would. I would <laughs> <laughs> he's like, fuck, I got the rooster. <laughs> Son of a bitch. 
Oh, he probably would have got more over. <laughs> the gobbledygooker. Bobby's got the flag. He's having trouble getting it out because fucking the shit planning of this whole he's thing. Like, he's like, he gets the flag. He tiptoes across, and no one even realizes he's. They won don't the even match. ring the bell and say he won. Like they continue for like another yeah. three minutes. <laughs> like no, no fans, no nothing. Like he's just like, get the, let's get. The and Austin's flag. already climbing down. Austin's like, I'm done with this shit. He's <laughs> fucking this match. And then like she's Lost apparently they the damn car runner. I think they ended it a little early because he goes down there and gets the hairspray and comes back. I, I have my notes. This match because Bobby comes back with the flag. <laughs> Bam! Right in the throat. Kajush! <laughs> Badam! <laughs> he just ended up with the flag. Oh, oh god! Hairspray. That's hairspray. where Bobby should have took the bump off the scaffold. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, he's like, he's lost in the night looking for a light switch. <laughs> I have my notes that this match blew cock ass. Uh, and I also got a popcorn fart of a reaction because nobody fucking realized. Oh, man. Don't, it's just, He's got like a weird mullet. He's got like a jerry. He's wearing the exact same outfit in the, the autograph picture as he is right there. Well, he only had you one. You got damn right. He, <laughs> he only had one. Did I, did I ever buy you the magazine with him and Missy Hyatt from Christmas time? No, but um, sh- big shout out, Miss Missy. <laughs> Love you. Thank you for. Uh, oh, guys, I almost, I almost completely forgot about. Uh, Brandon fuck Missy Hyatt Missy Hyatt I have a beautiful penis a beautiful penis apparently it only takes $40 to make her say that that's wild because usually it costs a lot more (laughs) well because tells me that for free because it was so beautiful because it was so beautiful um she she cut me a deal she cut me a fucking deal so guys you heard at the very beginning of this episode oh god Terry Taylor took a half bump Missy Hyatt does a run in for us here and it was the most random fucking thing that we got from Brandon here comes here comes the replay of the finish guys Uh, yeah that's the the biggest that's the the most excited Bobby Eaton got for anything he almost took a ref out I like how they they cut the replay and they still have action going on in the ring no yeah. one, no one gives a shit. Look, look, the crowd's cheering that it's over. Dude, and watch immediately they start trying to take. Every, there's Doug Dillinger. They're gonna start breaking down everything from the scaffolding. Watch, see who tried to go get the belt from Ric Flair, and Ric Flair told him no. <laughs> okay, Rick, I'll see you later. <laughs> All right, bye, bye. <laughs> then Flair FedExed at the Vince. Look at that hit toss, baby. Hot spots for him. Apparently, though, I believe this is the first officially branded WCW show, isn't it? If I'm not not wrong. I know they say this is the first official WCW Great American Bash, but it could be the first official one as well. I didn't look too much into it because this fucking show... Because they've they've officially split from the NWA now, though, right? Mm -hmm. Technically, no. They're not not under the control of the NWA, but they're still uh, working with NWA, and and I don't think that... Ends until like ninety three. Good God! Look at Tony Schiavone and that beautiful mane. He has a lot of makeup on. He looks so young. He is technically kind of young there. He's probably what twenty seven, twenty eight. They claim uh, they claim that they tried to resign Ric Flair, and Ric was like, "No, nah, man, go fuck yourself." Yeah, they, they finally came back to him with the offer, and he was like, "No, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to New York." Um, do you guys know what was going on with Jim Roster in this pay per view? No. He was passing a kidney stone this entire paper. Buddy, I fucking feel for you. And I have one right now. I listened I listened to his his podcast and he says that that was one of the things like during this pay-per-view why he doesn't like remember it as much as he probably should is because he was trying to pass a kidney stone the entire time like as soon as this pay-per-view was over he said that he went to the hospital. And they like put fluids in him and stuff, which you would never know it cuz Jim Ross is still call the action like always. 
But he did say this was the worst pay-per-view he's ever been well, a part probably, of. He's probably more fiend up. And everybody. he was at a pay-per-view where Owen Hart died. And he said this is the worst pay-per-view he's ever been a part of. Look how young Arn Anderson looks here. And a young Eric Bischoff. And a young Paul E. God, look at the makeup between Paul E. and Eric Bischoff. Oh, oh my God. Paul E. Dangerously and his... Fucking neon track jacket. That is Zubas. Warren Anderson back there looking forever 42. <laughs> he's, he's actually only 27 years. Dude, I don't know. Dude, he looks like a fucking man, though. Like, he's just standing there like, I'm ready to kick some ass. It's, it's, it's amazing, though. Their match is not until the very end of the pay-per-view, but they're ready to go right now. Paul, yeah. Paul Hammond looks younger now than he did then. He looks like he's 47. God. That fucking... Six kids in a three-day, three-pack-a-day <laughs> habit. His, his beer, mu- not cigarettes. <laughs> his his uh, his mullet is the type of like mullet that should have should be dead by the nineties, but somehow persisted south of the Mason Dixon line. Even though he's you know he's a northerner, but he he kept this fucking uh, Kentucky waterfall for quite a while. It's strange to me though that like the original match was supposed to be Paul Heyman or Paul E. Dangerous and Arn Anderson. And Barry Windham against the Steiners and Missy Hyatt. But, like, why do Arn Anderson and Barry Windham need a mouthpiece? They never did. Both no, of them they talk. No, they absolutely don't. Like, but then look at Arn Anderson with that fucking, like, just, just that blonde tint to a skullet. Like, <laughs> like, he's got the little poof in the front, and then it's like there's a horseshoe of missing hair. And then it's like, oh, look at my hair back here. Yeah, and that's just what's on his head. You can imagine the fucking bush he's look got Look how lined up his beard is. Yeah, that impressed. is clean. I will give him that. I'm impressed. The huh? crowd is chanting, Polly sucks, which I think is pretty cool for the time. You don't really hear stuff like that. At least they're not chanting fucking, we won't flare like they were when the Dude, Oh, they will. Started. They will, buddy. <laughs> and then also, Arn says he's going to make a real woman out of Missy Hyatt. Brandon, <laughs> what's that like? <laughs> I don't know. Why don't we ask Hulk? Well, Eddie Gilbert. Uh, <laughs> Buff Bagwell. Jason Hervey. <laughs> Just keep going. Uh, oh, fuck. Eric Bischoff. Tony Schiavone. Her and Eric Bischoff have Ooh. have heat. Because he, he wouldn't fuck her. Because she tried to sue him for sexual harassment. Well, no, I don't. I d- and don't quote me Sorry, on this. we're not trying to be like Tommy Dreamer and get canceled. Sorry. I don't know this. No victim shaming here. I don't know this for certain. <laughs> But let's just say that Eric and his wife have a reputation, or it's it's like uh, rumor and innuendo that they yes that they like to uh, share share yeah share, and that maybe Missy did not want to partake in such. Uh, Activities. You just drop your keys in a bowl, and then you pick the keys out, and that's who you go home with that night. That sounds interesting. So, I, I, I hear that. That's how it works. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> by, by the way, I, I meant to ask this earlier, but uh, you may know specifically, because you listened to the uh, What Happened When episode. Mm-hmm. Do you know if... Um, God, I'm blank, blanking on his fucking name. Uh, Klondike Bill. Yeah. Did he build... Did he work on the scaffold? Yeah, he did. Okay. He did work on the I, scaffold. I was pretty sure that was the case, but I wasn't 100% sure. This goddamn time feeling, though. That well, they had to take the fucking scaffolding down. I know, like, but that, that's something like they didn't think through either. Like, fuck. They, they're they hyping, too, the Russian chain match between Sting and uh, Nikita Koloff. The only high spot of this whole fucking show. And I, I, put, I agreed. I put the... 
the stipulation of touching all four corners is bullshit, especially, especially oh in a chain match. Oz getting ready to come out. Look at all the smoke. Not yet. Give it time, buddy. <laughs> I don't hate that stipulation, provided that this is a match that is done once every decade or maybe like five years. But back when when Dusty was booking, you know, Crockett, the they they would have those type of matches like. I mean, like, they they would do them to death. We're doing a bunkhouse stampede, baby, and I'm going to win. <laughs> <Dusty> <laughs> I'm actually going to talk about the bunkhouse stampede when we get to uh, Luger and Wyndham. Um, but here here's the thing. Like, anything, you can do anything in wrestling. There's always exceptions to the rules. And when you are able to do something and keep it special, it means something. But this match, I... I don't know when the last time they'd done something like this was, but I think the stink of that type of match was so on WCW or previously the Jim Crockett promotions that it just didn't mean anything. And just a regular match between Sting and Nikita probably would have been a better choice. Here they are. God, I hate it. Just standing on a stupid circle. Look at all the empty fucking seats. Did you see them all? Standing on that stupid circle. Look at that makeup. This this really shows the time period. is. Very look, look at one side of the promo working and one side not working. <laughs> my nose fucked up, Pyro. Pyro doesn't work. Having a mind too. God, but here's the thing about the diamond stud. He's already showing Razor Ramon. Oh, like, he, it's, it's literally Razor. Like it's just look at name. fucking Diamond Dallas Page, man. <laughs> He's taller than fucking, fucking Diamond Stud. Fifty fucking gimmicks. Look, then look at that fucking bedazzled fucking fatty pack. <laughs> You're look, goddamn right. He fucking he, loves America. He still has the same logo. That's his yoga font and all his fucking pants right there. Is his DDP? There it is. He's acting like Razor, dude. He looks like a fucking star. But let's he talk looks like he's on steroids. <laughs> well, it was 1991. <laughs> um, Zorian case is going on this time, by the way. Yeah, not in WCW. <laughs> <laughs> What God do you think damn, about God his West America DDP? What do you think about his awful fucking gear? Oh, dude, it's terrible. When he oh, he, he has these like fucking patchwork. He has these like half bib overalls here, oh and he God. tears them off. So, well, some lady tears oh. them off, and it's the shittiest looking dude, tights I've I, ever seen. I just, like, it's terrible. I just noticed on DDP, he's got one pant leg tucked in, one pant leg over the boot. It's because you don't understand He's I'm working, bro. Fucking <laughs> star on his ass. Look at this chick's fucking her hair. Look at her nips. Dude, I could go for some <laughs> 1991 coups. <laughs> My grandma quilted blankets better than these fucking tights Dom and Stud has on. Looks like freaking the lady that sang America the Beautiful on WrestleMania 11 to stitch these up. I do have in my notes as well that Scott Hall is fucking Jack. Look how he's ripped, man. Oh, he fucks her later. Look at that. <laughs> She's like, don't grab his dick. Don't grab his dick. Grab his dick. Don't grab his dick. She's like, oh, she's all excited. Oh, hell yeah. Yank him, sweetie. Yeah. That's pretty much ripped off. Ship, ship, baby. Baby, shit, green. There it is. Toothpick flip right there. Looks better with with the mustache, if you ask me. (laughs) It looks like somebody would fucking Uh cerebral palsy wrote stud on the back of his fucking tides. Tom Zink with skates. I want the world to know that Travis said that and not me. (laughs) You were thinking it, you (laughs) asshole. Here comes the Z-Man, Tony Schiavone's favorite wrestler. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. I'm not going to lie. I I really liked Tom Zink back in the day. (laughs) He he and Brian Pillman were a really good tag team. How many many of those do you think they hot tagged and gave herpes to? (laughs) All of them, I hope. <laughs> Otherwise, what's this all about? The chicks that are coming out with the, with with Tom Zink are better looking than the chick that came in there and tore off uh, 
uh, Diamond Studs, uh, shitty ass. Oh, oh, hot start. Athleticism. Hot start. TDP with the sale. He didn't even lose his sunglasses. Yeah, I have to agree with you, man. Thompson looks like a, uh, a more jacked up uh, Scotty Riggs. Yeah, a little bit. I, I can see that. Uh, maybe he puts a Look eye, at him, man. Maybe he puts an eye patch on Yeah, I, I used to always, because I used to have the Galoob, uh, Pillman, and Tom Zink, and I'd always make them team up. Oh, it's crazy. They always lost. It's crazy. Shit, can't. Oh, my God. It's Disqualification. Crazy, crazy though, because doesn't, Tom Zink's in the WWF for, like, what, a cup of coffee? Isn't he yeah. the original? Like, he's in the Can-Am connection with, uh, yes, with uh, Rick Martell. Rick Martell. Yeah, he didn't last and very long. And then Tito gets put in there, and they become strike force. God damn right. Damn right. But then, I mean, this match is probably the second best match on the card. Oh, no. Oh, he, he laid him right on that chair. That black kid touched him. <laughs> whoa, whoa. African American kid. I'm sorry. We both said horrible things today. <laughs> Fine. Wait for oh, don't worry. I've said two horrible don't things. Don't worry, man. When we get to the yellow dog match, oh, <laughs> I'll do it. I'm not touching. I'm not touching with a ten foot pole. Oh, uh, oh! So Diamond Stud almost tripped over the I, fucking. I want to give a, a shout out uh, to the gentleman refing this match, who is Nick Patrick. Yes, um, uh, he and I are friends on Facebook now. Hell what? yeah, Mister Mister uh, Joe Hamilton Junior. Hell yeah, yeah. Um, he needs a mustache. He's looking weird without. Yeah, uh, but they put they put, him, they put him with tall guys though. So it is, he does he looks shorter. He's still I taller was, than Tom Zink. I was getting ready to to make uh, a a pro and con uh, to this situation, and you both illuminated the path. Go fuck yourself, Brandon. Go fuck yourself. I, I, I really like <laughs> I really like Nick Patrick. I think he's a he's a terrific referee, especially considering how much uh, Earl Hebner has been lauded. And we're not big Hebner fans, but. He does only work in matches with bigger guys because he's a he's a big dude himself. Yeah, you know Jody Hamilton. His dad was you know the a pretty, was, pretty. What was it? Was he Mister? What was his Mister? Master Sazer. That's it. That's yeah. it. Sorry, but um, he he was a big fucking dude. I mean, a real big dude, and and um, so you know he just he's got that genetic stock to him. So he sort of always had Isn't an it? in. To, to work in the business. Who does Jody Hamilton manage in like 93? Uh, it is Paul uh, Paul yeah, Orf, That's it. Because yeah. he puts the gimmick under his mask and he headbutts. I can't remember who it is. I feel like this oh, match How do I know that? Why do I know that? I feel like Why? this match is really clunky though. Yeah, I, I was just watching, you know, some of the stuff Razor's doing here. I'm going to call him Razor because it's fucking Razor to me. Um, that Scott Hall's doing here. And you can, tell when, you can tell when he gets to WWF that he kind of fine-tunes his, his moves and that they showcase him so much better than what they do here. You know what WWF would be having a fit about right now? is being having those fucking cameramen in the shot from the uh, side. Yeah. The, the, for, Bill Abner? Yeah, wait, what? Bill Abner. Hey, really quickly, do you think this ma- this event looks better than um, the last WCW we watched. Yes. Yeah. I feel like it's really bright. The only thing I the only thing that really bothers me is the I hate the offset ropes. I always just think it looks it looks really it just looks weird. You know, I guess I'm just so used to you know uniform, you know, of course the red, white, blue with WWF, but so much now it's either all white, all red, all you know, all black. I get it because that frizz hair. I get it because it's their colors, but it just looks really weird. And but you make a good point, Brandon. For them to have kind of, they do have a a lower crowd here, especially in some of those spots. You think they would darken the crowd more? Well, I I was actually going to to say that aesthetically, I don't like 
bright events. No, I to me this just this looks like a like this looks like a TV show. It yeah. looks like a WWE. They're trying to knock off WWE. Yeah. Well, to me this look this looks like a like it would be. This is what you see on TV. This, this should have. I like that camera shot. Yeah, they got some really cool camera shots in this. Uh, on this innovative, the only the only, the only the only referee they used to have. Oh, no one! <laughs> shut up, Travis. Nobody wants to talk about this. <laughs> Riffs wearing a fucking helmet with a camera. On it. If you're doing a TV show and you're and you're doing it in a smaller place and you have it brightly lit, it doesn't it doesn't feel as rinky dink. But this is a pay per view and it's lit so much you can see how many people are not yeah. there. It makes this look as a oh, disaster. Throat slam, and it is. <laughs> throat slam. That's Tony, Tony calls a cho- calls a choke slam a throat slam. However, he does call. He's not wrong. He later on here he uh, Tom Zink actually hits a super kick, and he is the first person I've ever heard call it a super kick. Oh, I've heard the guy was a guy in no, no, w- no, no, no. WCCW. No, yeah, um, you're oh, fuck not Ken Chris, Adams. Chris Adams, gentlemen. No, 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 Chris no, no, Adams no, 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 did no, no. it. No, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Uh, David Manning. Yep, David Manning. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. It was it was the super kick. Yes. Yeah, he called it that in WCCW, but. Tony's the first one I ever heard call on WCW like that, probably. Of course, Diamond Studs finisher and you know the Razor's Edge. Diamond Death Drop. It, it, it's the original 3D that they talk about the entire match, and he, <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't even hit it. hit it in the match. Oh. I will say, if you guys notice, it doesn't seem like the hard cam centered either. It's more to the right. That's a little, yeah, it's a little off. off. Like it, it keeps strafing, like because because uh, yeah, I think it's. I remember Chris Adams is the first one that really used it. Chris Adams would fucking lay it in too. It looked no, great, no. even when he was doing job matches in WCW. What would they? What would Gorilla uh, Monsoon? What would Gorilla Monsoon call it? A crescent kick? Is that what he would call it? I think it? he called it a crescent. Boom! Kick. Super kick. He powers oh, out. Yep, good job. Good job. Good, good sell there. Well, he's still. He's not really selling it, but they're trying to get to the finish here, baby. Woo! They knock over this guy's. <laughs> knock over this guy's drink. I'm, take a, I'm like, take a picture. My... Oh, it was four dollar beer back then, not twelve like it is fucking now. <laughs> I oh, that was terrible. When when I was a kid, I used to go to WCW shows all the time. At, at the Armories? Well, no, in Knoxville. Oh. At um, the Coliseum? The Coliseum, not Thompson Bowler Arena. That I think that happened when they uh, were doing Nitro, Yeah, but most of the time it was Coliseum. I did Thunder at Thompson Bowling a few times because TJ gave me a uh, match listing from when he went there. Oh, nobody, nobody wants to go. Oh! Fucking thunder! Only oh, you like watch thunder. His, watch his fucking finish. His finish is fucked. It's so stupid. Here comes DDP ruined a good pair of Levi's there. <laughs> Trying to make a suck dick. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, Z man, no. Look at this. Gigi. Teardrop suplex. Gigi. Leads back. And then Tom Zink ends up like, oh no, he fucking. He says, face the hard cam. He did. He literally. He's bleeding. I wonder if he got caught with a run. He turned and said, face the hard Look at that mullet. Oh. It's, that's Ricky Moore. Look at that fucking shirt. Anyways, the point I was uh, <laughs> going to make about it. You should see WCW fairly regularly at the Coliseum in Knoxville. And before the dark match, there, I can't tell you how many times there would be somebody come over. <laughs> um, the over <laughs> would come over the uh, the announce system, and they would encourage people to take pictures. 
Mm-hmm. And I know that the WWF and, w- and WWE, like, they, they're they generally fine when you're taking pictures. They don't want you to take a video. But I've never been to a WWF show. Hey, take pictures! Yeah, take pictures. And it's just sort of indicative of, like, how bad their business was. Because mm-hmm. I guess they thought, like, if you showed people your pictures, like, oh, man, we got to check that WCW show out next time they're at the Coliseum. Yeah. <laughs> I went to SmackDown the other night and uh, Thompson Bowling. I'm so sorry. And it was it was actually a really good show. I'm not gonna lie, it was a good show. Oh, well, I'm glad but, you had a good time. But like, there was a person in front of me. This tells you how times have changed. I remember the first wrestling show I went to. I didn't have a cell phone. Didn't have one. This girl in front of me, like row over, FaceTimed the whole fucking show to some dude. And I wanted. I looked at I looked at Lindsay and I was like. She re- he realizes he could just turn the TV on and get a fucking probably better angle than we're getting on this plus commentary. And, like, she FaceTimes the whole fucking show to this guy. Would Lindsay do that for you? I mean, if I wanted her to, but if she did that, I'd be like, decline call. Hey, hey Lindsay, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then guess what? Raw was in Raleigh Monday, and I didn't realize oh, it. Or I would have probably went to that. My God, guys. Here, I know look we, at all those empty seats. I know we shit on Oz, but this is fucking cool-ass entrance. I'm not going to lie. I like the castle. It's look, cool look, as look, fuck. Look at, the, look at the top line there. Oz entrance is impressive. <laughs> it, look at this. It, it looks is, fucking cool. It is crazy to me. They spent all this money on this gimmick. But they wouldn't pay Ric Flair. And they only... Re- he only well, wrestles, this is why they couldn't. <laughs> he only wrestles like one more show. It's like Halloween Havoc. He like wrestles Bill Kazmaier. So, As so he here, should. <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy to be the contrarian in this. This is fucking stupid... I don't care if this does look cool, which it fucking doesn't. This this is this is ninety one. This looks cool. no, dude. This looks cool as fuck. I don't care. Fuck you, Brandon. This look, is cool. Look, it's, it's not a good gimmick his for wrestling. Fuck, his fucking pyro shot and it's fucking blowing in the wind. This this is like He Man on. Then he spins around. Discount He Man Castle Grayskull behind him. This is fucking stupid. Imagine the meeting you're in. You're like, hey man, you're this big fucking dude. You know you're you 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 <laughs> got all these, you got all these really cool fucking things going on uh we're gonna make you make you oz oh man is it like this badass guy no i mean like the wizard of oz hey man. Be... Hey man. But, but if he's oz why does there why is there another fucking wizard here's a quick question for you where's the i just gave you a fucking question you ask, answer my question first <laughs> why is there a goddamn wizard with oz oz is the fucking wizard yeah right? In, I've read in the, the Wizard Frank, of Oz. Shut the fuck up. I have read the Frank Elbaum books. I've read them fucking all. He, Oz is the great and powerful wizard. There is not an additional fucking wizard. They're trying to give Kevin Sullivan something to do. Yeah, it's Kevin Sullivan that does play the wizard. Here's my question. Where's the fucking monkey? That's a good question. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Sullivan killed the son of a bitch. He snapped his neck. <laughs> Just like he did fucking Christmas. Burn it's over. That's right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Kevin, don't come get me. Do you guys know who has the Oz cape? Who is? Who owns it? It has to be Conrad. Conrad owns it. <laughs> Kevin Nash gave it to him. He's like, dude, I don't want this fucking thing ever. Look. Then you get fucking all American Ron Simmons coming Who doesn't out. The lights aren't even up for him. Or were you really just going to gloss over the dead monkey? <laughs> <laughs> there is a dead monkey in the room. We're going to let it go. Okay. Tom Zink was pounding monkey later. 
Dude, so we, I, we didn't mention it, but Oz's music is was a ripoff of Another One Bites the Dust. I don't know if you guys heard it. <laughs> Which I think is fucking hilarious. Here's another thing I meant to point out. He almost <laughs> choked. I legitimately almost choked on a cinnamon teddy bear. <laughs> when, when fucking Kevin Sullivan, a.k.a. the Great Wizards, coming down there, you can clearly see he's in fucking sweatpants. Oh, <laughs> he's just on brother, sweatpants underneath the Brother, I'm road. not changing my pants. <laughs> He comes out in the same... But he does change pants because he comes out later with one man gay and he's got red ones. Brother, that doesn't work for me. So I want you guys to know, I, uh, my kids, we were uh, they were in quarantine. My son actually had COVID and he's he's all good and better he, now. He kicked out too. Yeah. <laughs> one and a half. He ain't no bitch. He's like, uh, he's what WrestleMania 11. But, to, to, you know, we watched this show and I watched it with the kids home because at least they were, of course, we were kind of quarantined at home. I watched this with my daughter, Kaylin. Kaylin goes... He's weird. I said, what's weird about him? She goes, he's a wizard. <laughs> and I was like, she gets it. <laughs> okay. Here's something. 1991. You're watching this match. And someone tells you, these guys are going to be two Hall of Famers. Which one do you think would be the bigger star? The wizard. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually, it's funny you mentioned that because in my notes I said one of these men will go on to win the WWF title. Yep, and then Ron Simmons. Well, both Ron of them Simmons. were WCW champions. Yeah, and Ron Simmons becomes the first African American world champion. Well, not and, and, te- and technically te- technically Bobo Brazil, but they don't count his title reign. It's one of those phantom title reigns. But but yes, the like, first recognized African American world. It's crazy champion. to me to think that like. If you look at this, if you look at the first matches we've had, Steve Austin's a Hall of Famer. Bobby Eaton should be in the Hall of Fame. Terry Taylor will probably be in the Hall of Fame. Being News, not so much. No. <laughs> um, Scott Hall, Hall of Famer. DDP, Hall of Famer. Tom Zink. Ron Zink. Tom Zink. Ron Simmons, Hall you of can't, Famer. He's dead. <laughs> Kevin Nash, Hall of Famer. Two time. Undeserving. And, and in two of the biggest influential groups in wrestling history, the Click. And in the interview. Main event mafia. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? It was cool. I like NWO 2000. The Millionaire's Club. Remember, remember when he won that battle royal by just like big booting and powerbombing people? And and it was a battle royal and that's how he won? And everybody was hyped for it when he did it? Yeah. WCW fucking sucks in 2000. Kevin Sullivan, not in the Hall of Fame. Rightfully so, because he murdered somebody. Oh. Allegedly. Dude, he he! You tell him Kevin, Kevin Nash is, is so a, green right here. He's not in the greatest shape. He never either. he never got much. Dude, better. four years later, he's fucking WWF champion. Yeah, yeah. I want to say too, undeserving. It's funny that you know they gray his hair, but that literally looks like Kevin Nash now. Now, yeah. Oh, that boot didn't connect. You can tell from that angle. Get out of here with your knee pads, cameraman. Well, I'm you're not Missy Hyatt. Let's let's fantasy book for a second. So. uh... They they sort of put the rocket on Ron Simmons there the for a while, mm-hmm. and he wins the title. He has you know a a, a, a run with Luger. His run has a run with Vader. <laughs> Sorry, that was a he shitty drop toe hold from the drop toe. <laughs> God damn! But after the run with Vader, I mean, they really don't do anything with him. Does he even get a rematch against Vader? I don't remember. Then he then he lose the title. Was is it on worldwide or is it just at a live event? He loses. The he title. loses at a live event to Vader. I want to say, and then they show the highlights on Saturday night. And 
Because then Vader goes right into Sting. And, um, yeah. As and he should. When, when does uh, Simmons end up in the WWF? Is that 96. He leaves WCW in 95 and actually goes and works for Coke. He, well, has, he, he works with ECW he has, as well. He has, a, he has a couple shots in ECW, but he takes a job with Coca-Cola Ooh. in Atlanta. And then Bruce Pritchard calls him. Oh, my God. Go over the fucking top roll. And ask him if he wants to come to work. That, he, he, that was pretty good, though. That looked much oh, better than the first one. He almost rolled but his yeah, ankle, too. 96, God. he comes in as Farouk Assad. Like, with August the of 96, yeah. Okay, well, hear me out. Um, they had they had the run with him, you know, as uh, with Doom, which was fucking awesome. We, I, big fan of Doom. Um, but they slowly transitioned him into a babyface role. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think? Hogan comes in, and they turn him heel, and then have him and Hogan. Do you think that would have been a good fit? I think it would have. It would have been kind of like the the old regime versus the new regime. I think it could have been good. Because he was a heel when Hogan came in. That exactly. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. That for wouldn't Terry work for brother. Terry, brother. Well, it probably he, wouldn't. He likes to say very explicit things on a porno tape. That's why it wouldn't work with Ron Simmons. Oh, well, that, that's, that's, that's Terry Belay that says that. <laughs> I Hulk Hogan. <laughs> he's, he's all American, brother. Uh, I mean, reality, reality aside. I mean, do you think that do you think that could have been a compelling program? Because really, if you look yeah. at Hogan, had no one to fucking Bader. work. He had Bader, and then he pulls Brutus. Well, he fuck, out okay. of a, obscurity to make him the butcher. He had Flair. Like, he had Flair and Bader, and, and they fucking ruined that out the gate. Like yeah. we'll we'll have a rematch, and it'll be a retirement you know, retire match, match, which is fucking stupid. Because who's going to do the fucking job See, for you, Hogan? You could have easily done a, a stipulation where Flair, Flair lost, he could not challenge Hogan yeah, for the but, title again. Like, That's all they had to do. Because literally, who does he work besides Flair and Vader? I mean, Flair, Vader, and Brutus to begin with. He throw in, he doesn't even work Avalanche, really, does he? Tag matches. But, but, tag matches. That. but like, I think that could have been a match. But Hogan, in reality, I was nice. joking about the whole thing. But he didn't know Ron Simmons. He wasn't comfortable with Ron Simmons. So he went with everyone he wrestled Ooh. in WWE. Yeah, I mean, we're lucky. Vader. We're lucky we got Vader at all. Yeah, to be and then you saw, we saw the debacle that happened in Uncensored. Yeah, and we absolutely tell you guys if you want to, you want to watch a good match, go back to that Super Brawl uh, five and watch Vader versus Hogan. Wrong. That match is fucking great. But then the could, wrong man won. Yeah, agreed. But, but a but a good great fucking match. match. Hogan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like Demon. Hogan watered down Vader the next match. And that's oh, yeah. why it was so shitty. Well, technically, Ho- uh, Vader didn't lose that match. Ric Flair did. This match he wasn't is, even in the match. This match has already gone on way too fucking long. What is on those Oz boots? Like, it just some, says Oz. Oh, I no, see oh, it. Oh, it's, it's, it's coming up. It's where he... Where, I told you, like, when he took that clothesline over the top, he like rolled his ankles. He tore... He broke the boot. It that looks was, like... That was the moment that... Uh, Oz gimmick died? Well, no. It was like two oh. seconds before he came out. Oh, he still uses that move to this day. He... Oh. He, 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 he does that to losing them. He does that to the lovers on Five his bed. moves. Snake eyes. Sidewalk slam. Hair flip. Hair flip. <laughs> Big boot. Cornet, jackknife. Cornette taught look, him. Look at what he's flip. wearing. I told you he's wearing sweat fucking pants, dude. That matched Kevin Nash's hair. Who the fuck is this referee? I don't know, but Billy Bob is get the fuck out of the way. He's, he's the shits, dude. He's legit the shits. Guys, like, but the thing is, is WCW, the reason I picked this show is twofold. Yes, the show sucks, but it also shows you how they pissed away talent. Like, 
Hall of Famer after Hall well, of Famer after here, Hall of here's Famer. Here's the thing. That they didn't know what to do with Here's it. the thing. So now, you can't blame the talent. No. But this is the thing, too, you gotta look at. Everyone wants to... Sh- it's, it's always popular to shit on Vince McMahon and the WWF. Yeah. And I Which, do is it day. fair to say that WWF made these men stars because they knew exactly well, they knew how to, how to handle them? Ron Simmons was a star before he went to WWF. I'll give it that. He was a star before he ever oh. came to WCW. Yeah, legit. A like, legit, legit star. Yeah. But he did. Yeah. He recreated him and made him, gave him so more longevity. But he made Kevin Nash. One, Vince two, McMahon, Vince three. McMahon made Kevin Nash. He made Scott Hall. I'm going to I'm going to halfway disagree with you about Scott Hall. Well, he already it's, had it down. Scott Hall. It. Scott Hall was a star in the AWA with his mustache. Yeah, no. he, was, he, was, he was. What was he? Starship Wolf or something? Uh, <laughs> Starship Cody. <laughs> Oh, but he was God. Scott Hall. He was in the tag team with with Kurt, with Kurt Henning, and they I mean they were they were big stars. The problem was that there was this window of time. It's like, do I go down with the ship or do I go someplace else? He went. He goes to WCW, and the Diamond Stud gimmick. I think if given time, he would have gotten over. Would he have been the level of star? Like I guess we'll never know. More than likely, not. No, so, Kevin Nash. So though, no. in that regard, the WWF did make. Put him on the, gave him the opportunity to become a bigger star. Like I feel like I was saying earlier, it, it fine tuned him. Fine tuned him. But with Nash, there was no way that Nash, even if he had been fucking fantastic, would have become a big star in WCW. He's not what the crowd wants. Mm-mm. When he comes back, he works as a heel because he's not what the crowd wanted, and the crowd evolved <laughs> with them. They brought Tony Schiavone. They showed Tony Giovanni after that right there, and he just looked disgusted. He's like, God. He's so glad that he came back. He's so mad. He, he, <laughs> he hates the fact that he comes Look back. at him. He literally says that there's not a day that goes by he doesn't think the damn the doors are going to close between now and when they actually WCW close. WCW Top 10. So this is their Top Remember 10. Had, I mean, uh, AEW had a Top 10. Johnny, be bad. He hasn't wrestled a fucking match. Oh, that's, that's how good he is. He's bad. Ron Simmons, number nine, about to go up after that big old win over Oz. Both right there. Both Georgia. And most of these guys live in Georgia. Diamond Stud. Tampa, Florida. Look at those 275. Ooh. Oh, Here's is he really, he really think he's 435 pounds? I don't think he is. I think he's he probably is 400. Arn is that number six. Gigante Bologna. Beautiful, Beautiful Bobby. Bobby. Number five. I don't think beautiful Bobby was Stunning Steve was number four, possibly because he is. And that's another one. Steve Austin goes on to become the biggest star in the industry. Sting is number three. And WCW shit on him. Number two is Barry Windham. And number one. I love, I love, I love Barry Windham. But Lex the Luger. only reason they have him ranked number two is because he's challenging. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, he was in a tag team with Arn, like, before this. Because. I mean, realistically, Sting is number one. Here comes some more shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here we go. Robert gets who, coming, baby, coming back with the uh, from the knee injury. Lo- I love his uh, love his jacket. Rock and uh, Express looks like uh, somebody's aunt that's really that crafty. Let him get another fucking beer. Grab me one, buddy. <laughs> 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 so we I, we've talked about this before, but what do you guys think about the entrance ramp all the way up to the? I, I I love it, man. Um, I know in recent time, uh, AEW started kind of utilizing it as well. I like it. Thanks, buddy. Bill Alfonso is the ref. Yes, he Please. is. And he's much better than the, the the one we had in the previous match. <laughs> you know, we here we go. Player. Alexandria York coming out, or Alexandra York coming out with uh, Richard Morton. 
who is still dressed like Ricky Morton. He hasn't evolved yet. Like, I don't understand it. You're a heel now. You're still wearing the same shit you so had before. I, I, I've never really followed this story. How did they break up? What what led to them breaking up? Because I don't know. I think she offers both of them a shot to be in the York Foundation, and Ricky takes it, and Robert doesn't. Come on. Come on. And he punches Ricky in the He punches Robert in the face. I I want to uh, commiserate to a, to a certain extent of about the Rock and Roll Express. The Rock and Roll Express when I was kid a kid, even during this point, they were they were so ingrained in the area and they were sort of revitalized by Smoky Mountain Wrestling that they they were fucking legends. They were, you know, Ron and Don Wright and you know the dirty white boy. Like they were so ingrained in this area that you you just you couldn't help but love them. But there was a hard left turn going uh, probably around 88 or, or 89 where, like, they just were not cool anymore in the eyes of the public. It didn't matter. They went out there and had tra- uh, fucking fantastic matches, but they there's just something do you, dated about them. Do you think it's because of the Rockers? I was just about to say, do you think it's more so, I mean... On the other side, you had, I mean, around that time period, you had the Bulldogs. Sorry to interrupt, but if you look at Ricky's tights right now, you can clearly see they spell it with a R-I-C-K-E-Y instead of R-I-C-K-Y. Like, it's always been spelled his entire <laughs> fucking career. That's weird. And it's really small print. Like, you can't read it unless you really get close. Yeah. But I going back to what you were saying, Brandon, like, I, like and you said too, Travis... The, you had, you know, youthful teams coming in like the Rockers. You had the Bulldogs. You had the Hart Foundation. You had a lot of these bigger tag teams coming in. I mean, and at this time, too, you had Pillman and Zink as like a baby face, hot baby face tag team. Well, two good looking dudes. And this is outdated when you're thinking of it. Like right that. before this, the Road Warriors were in the NWA. Tearing everything up. Yeah, yeah, as, but as they were baby faces in what eighty eight, eighty nine. They became baby faces. They, yeah, they they it was pretty much the entire time they were in the NWA. They were pretty you much know when baby they fucked faces. Dusty's eye. Well, <laughs> that that was that was Dusty's attempt at turning them heel. So mm. basically, so he had someone to work because he had been tagging with them in six mans and everything. But exactly. it didn't work. The, the crowd by that point, they're not going to fucking boo the, 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 the juice job on that's fucking wild. I'm, I'm going to tell you though, Robert just looks old. That was like that was like the week before they fired Dusty. That yeah. was that was eighty. That was eighty eight. Yeah, that's one of the reasons they fired him, wasn't it? Cause yeah, because that's like the that he was the last, bad. That was that. the last show before Turner, or that was the first show that Turner did uh, for uh, World Championship Wrestling. I'm fairly certain. I, I'm I'm willing to. Uh, I will say take the uh, acknowledgement that I could be wrong, but I'm for the, pretty sure for the time period. Like two things stick out to me as like really fucking wild hardcore shit. First one being Tully and Magnum with the fucking chair going into his head, and, du- and Dusty and the Road Warriors. They took the spike off and they're jamming it in his the, fucking eye. Another one on the WWF side is when Jake dropped uh, Ricky Steamboat with the DDT. Oh, oh, oh his fucking head! swollen. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, do you think this was just an attempt to kind of get more life out of them just by turning Ricky heel? I think they made a mistake to turn them both heel. Fuck, I mean, that should have been. A, yeah, I agree with you. If you're going tag team, if you're gonna, if you're gonna like uh, turn one of them heel, fucking turn both of them. You could have gotten a new run out of them, but if you're gonna keep them baby faces, they need new gear. And I know Ricky, I love you, Stuff. love you, Punky, but. 
and I, I, I respect you so much for rocking the mullet in 2021, but in 1991, you probably should have cut your hair. In, in fact, he does cut his hair later, does he, he not? Well, he slicks yeah, it back, but it's not. He, he, he pulls like a Terrence Taylor and like starts gelling it and slicking it back. But if you really want to fucking show you're a heel, fucking get a, a part, you know, a side parted, you know, dad do. Like that would have that would have been heel heat right well, there. Well, he later on does change his gear, but like right here, I, I don't know how recent the heel, the, the heel turn happened. First week of, um, I want to say June. So this is the, this just fucking, that's like why he didn't have gear. It's like a month. Sense. It's a month no. out. Oh, all, all oh. the same. I, but like no one, I don't think anyone really wanted to see the Rock and Roll Express fight each other. Okay, let's let's go back to what we were talking about for um, WrestleMania 11. Oh, he's going for the knee, guys. And and Oops. you said that it was inevitable for Shawn Michaels to become a babyface because he's so sympathetic. Mm-hmm. To me, that's why Ricky Morgan yes. can't be a heel for for an extended period of time because he's so sympathetic. He's he's the guy who takes the sell job during the match, and then he gets that hot tag. And you oh. know what? They just edited it out. By the way, he says, "Ow, my fucking leg!" <laughs> they cut it out. Well, see, I agree with you on this, and my logic is Ricky has always been the top baby face of the team. I love I love Hoot, but. Punky is the, the fucking he's the he's the hot tag like you said he's he's he's, he, he's the one that gets all the gets all their you know the the, the baby my, face back. In my opinion, Ricky Morton is the greatest seller in the history of wrestling, and that's what makes the tag matches that were great great because he gets his ass kicked the entire fucking time. He needs just a few seconds to regroup, so who gets in there and fucking throws it in and then tags back in and then it's you know off to the races. I well, get I get the context of why they. Oh, he's tearing, he's tearing they the switched, They switched Ricky Hill here is because Robert's coming back from the knee injury, the knee surgery. It's easy to get the heat on him oh. with the knee injury. See, but, but here's the way I look at it as a, from a Booker standpoint. You know Ricky's hot. Robert, you actually have a clear-made feud with this because Robert is jealous with how much attention Ricky gets. Yep. Even with the knee, you can say it was Ricky's fault that he fucked his knee up because he had to put the whole weight of the team on his shoulders. The, the only... It. The only way this feud works with with more not more shit with Gibson being the heel is that he has to have a mouthpiece and that is actually pretty cool though he tears the tight shows the knee brace all that stuff because because Ricky Ricky can fucking talk and but but Robert never really could well and that's the thing and Ricky could all all it would have took I mean. It's it's like a barbershop window moment, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that to break them up. And it could you could say that Alexandra York was the one saying, Robert, you realize you're the one that put the whole team on your back. You're the reason that you guys were so successful. You're not Ricky. You messed when your knee up because you, you were you put it in and walk over when <laughs> when Ricky walks over and puts it in. Oh. <laughs> in that vein. How many underage girls do you think uh, Ricky Morton had sex with back in the day? Uh, considering that I know Ricky kind of in <laughs> this area, uh, I want to say none. Um, <laughs> Just I don't want him to get canceled. I love Punky. 1986 Super Sizzling Summer Tour. They they got underage girls on a bus with the letters and stuff. Yeah, and they gave them like Miss Rock and Roll Express. Uh, it doesn't certificates and stuff. It does yeah, not I age, bet they rock and roll. It does not express. age well. Um, I, I will tell you guys Never a fun. Time. I'll tell you guys a fun fact too. And I think Travis. I want to say Travis knows this for a fact. I actually got the tag team with Ricky Morton. Yeah. Uh, two thousand fuck. In two thousand. Yeah. Two thousand. How does it feel to have been the worst? 
tag team partner of Ricky Morton. That ain't true. That ain't <laughs> true. Yeah, he was on my team. We did we did like a war game style match, and it was the coolest thing ever, man. Like I, it was four on four, and me and uh, I was the second to last go in, and uh, Punky was last. And we're just sitting out there, and I had to like take a moment. I'm like, dude, this is fucking Ricky Morton. Like, I'm sitting in the back hearing stories, and I'm like, by all no, by by no means am I have I ever been good in the wrestling ring. Entertaining, yes. Good fucking no. I would I would say no to both. But go you know. fuck yourself. But <laughs> go fuck yourself. Uh, go fuck yourself. But. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty fucking cool that I'm sitting here and I'm watching like, man, I, four. I, I fucking team Fuck you, with Ric Flair. But I really, truly believe you have more legs to stand on, pun intended, with Robert being the heel and Ricky being the face. The unfortunate just, part about I is... Don't think Rick, I don't think Ricky's believable. I just don't think he's believable as a heel. It's too nice of a guy. Let's, let's, let's talk, a, let's talk about uh, year, years ago, uh, there was a wrestling group out in Seymour, Tennessee, just down the road from here, and they used Ricky Morton as a heel. And I used to go and like every Wednesday. Shout out to our buddy, Matt Scott, uh, Honky Tonk Matt. Honky Tonk Matt. He'd wrestle out there sometimes, and um, it was just weird. Like... It just never gelled for me, and people people paid money to see him because at that point, I mean, like he's he's a legend. But I just I never I don't think this was ever a good idea unless you made them both heels and then you just slow burn turn them back babyface, give them a new lease on life. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you another thing while you were talking. They did. I hate this camera shot where they like during the middle of the match they just pan the crowd for reactions and like there nobody's doing anything, but there's like oh let's see what this guy. Jimbo from fucking Florida's doing. He's like, we object. You just open, you just open an interesting point of discussion. Have you ever, with the exception of maybe the, the guy with the expression on his face that, uh, was like dumbfounded that the Undertaker lost at WrestleMania 30 or Ms. Girl, like there's only a handful of isolated incidences where I can think I wanted to see the crowd. I don't give a fuck about seeing the crowd. No. I, I mean, it's cool, like in the background, they pop or something if somebody wins. But I don't need to see individual people. I don't. I don't, I don't even. I don't give a fuck if the crowd enjoys it. I'm watching because I want to enjoy yeah. it. You're there. I'm not. Fuck you. They're, they're, <laughs> except this instance, it's probably I'm like enjoying ECW, it more than they do. ECW can. I guess the cool thing about that is they had the same fans in the ECW arena. Like, I mean, that that was cool to see. Vlad, you'd see him pop up. That, I, that weird bowl cut kid from 96 that's like in the, I don't, <laughs> the king of the ring. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I'm not watching that because Big Jim crowd. Martin from yeah. fucking... Uh, and I do this every time. You want faith no more, faith buddy. No more. I, I don't give a fuck that no. a guy looks like another guy and is in the ring. I don't care that you have a straw hat and come to ECW shows. It doesn't fucking matter to me. I don't give a fuck about the crowd. Get him, um, get him off of him, Bill. Get him off, Bill. Show, show me the pop at the end when they win or you know, sorrow when they lose. Other than that, fucking don't show me the crowd. This match goes entirely too long. Yeah, I have a, to a point where this is kind of like, this match should have been short and sweet. It should have been Ricky targeting that knee and then getting there and getting a quick win because he's fucking, you know, his knees, you know, Robert's knees fucked. <laughs> Even Jim Ross and Tony Giovanni say at the end of the match, they're like, really thought that match would have went a different way. <laughs> That's the nicest thing they can say about it. That it was good. It was well, bad. yet again, it doesn't make sense for someone to be putting the heat on the guy that is the is the guy you get for the for the hot tag. Like Ricky should be the one getting his ass kicked. It doesn't make sense for this to go the other way. So I mean, those, see, those... The thing, this match is is if you're watching TV, this would be like today's standards. This would be a raw. 
And he's work he's working over the need to build up for their big match they're gonna have at a pay per view or like in a tag match. And then this should be on Clash. Yeah, this and I, I, and I, this makes me wonder too because they know the main event guy spoiler is like fucking two minutes long. It's a it's a punch and a pin. Literally, it's that's Close it. Line and a pin. And you're complaining about that? No, um, no. We'll, get, we'll apron, get to that. Those aprons look plastic, by the way. They do. But do you guys think this match went longer because of that? I think this match went long just because they knew they could work and like could fill time. I mean, I really think that's it. Like, if you look at the the undercard of this show, has literally been thrown together bullshit that shouldn't have been on a fucking pay per view. It should have <laughs> been on a goddamn Saturday night or Power Pro or. Power Hour or some bullshit. God, they had some fucking terrible names for their shows. Like, I mean, it should not, like, you can't tell me Oz and Ron Simmons deserve the WCW, like a, a freaking pay-per-view slot. Neither did Tom Zink and Stud. They had no backstory. It was just a fucking match to be thrown well, on the fucking show. I can tell you in depth the backstory of the great and powerful Oz. Well, you suck a dick and tell me. <laughs> I can't with something in my mouth, Travis. <laughs> We're gonna find Do out. Do you want to learn sign language? Sure. God, put it away. Sorry. Would you stop that? Sorry. <laughs> I wanted to go banana. Show would be better with Todd Petting Oh, fuck <laughs> you. At you to this point. That's, the, not, that's I, the only I, positive I, thing I can say about this show so far. But, but like, I mean, and I get what was happening at this time. They wanted to new, fresh, new stars. That's what Jim Hurd wanted. That's why he wanted Ric Flair to become Spartacus and all that dumb bullshit. Ugh. He wanted new stars, so Dusty Rhodes is like, okay, I'll give you some new fucking people on the pay-per-view. They don't have to have a reason to have a match, but here you go. Well, I, was, was Dusty here at this time? Yeah, Dusty's booking at this point. Yeah, that's He just I has think. come back. That's why Dustin's okay. getting the shove he gets. Okay. Oh, he beats that. four people on the fucking show. I guess that does make sense. Dusty is... Oh, yeah, because he's, he's, he's just come back. He just has come back. This is right after his uh, WWF run. Yep. And uh, the, the mandate is to make new stars... So that's like what they're they're doing. So we didn't mention when the show kicked off. This show did take place July fourteenth, nineteen ninety one, uh, in the Baltimore Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, the claimed attendance nine thousand three hundred twenty. You know what's sad though is that Baltimore used to be the hot hotbed for NWA WCW, and I feel like they slowly killed it. Yeah. And, like, this didn't help. Because the fans of this show, I haven't really seen them into any fucking thing yet. They they popped at the end of the, uh, and when I say the end, like, well after the uh, capture the flag moment. Like, basically, when the guys got down on the ground, they started coming to life because, like, oh, shit, we can actually see what's happening. But other than that, no, they've been sitting on their fucking hands. Did, like, did, um... What was the buy rate or anything on this? I have like, nothing on the buy rate. <laughs> Non-existent. <laughs> No one showed it. No one watched it because Ric Flair wasn't there. Doug Dillinger needs a fucking mustache. mustache yep. And a little bit grayer hair. And he's those New Woo! Balance dad PDT. shoes and jeans. Hell yeah. You guys see how that guy out there with the uh, tuxedo shirt? I did see that. I thought you were about to say, look at his dick. He's formal, but he's here to party. My dick. Dick. You if want you, to see my dick? If you have large genitalia, white is not the, the color to, uh, to, to camouflage it. <laughs> It's it's like, like, stop it's looking like, at Robert's dick. You know, you know what, I can't fucking help you know it. It's like, draws me it's like fucking Godzilla the, invading Tokyo. The tuxedo shirt is the fucking cue ball hit. It yeah. just draws you right in because he has no hair up there. Oh, Ooh, that was nice. 
It's a dumb thing to do when your leg hurts. Let <laughs> me throw a drop kick. I hope, he kick. I hope he kicks his leg out of his leg. Kick his leg out of his leg. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it to the bus. This nice. match is still fucking fifteen minutes left of it. Um, it is a long <laughs> match, man. AEW and the whole sign of the Owen Hart Foundation, you get some figures and uh him in the video game's actually pretty cool. Pretty cool thing they've done. It <laughs> I have conflicting feelings about it. It's not because it's AEW. I think it's just disingenuous. Like now they're I, making money off of it. Like, why? What would have been the fucking difference? Like, I know that like they blame the WWE for for it happening, but do you think too that they realize like? And I don't want this to come out like like bad. But do you think it's because they realized how much money they made off the dark side of the ring stuff yes. with Owen, and they were like, this is still a cash cow, I, this is money? I, uh, I, I guarantee that has something to do with it. So, the the foundation, the Owen Hart Foundation, what does that go to? Because I'm not too familiar with what I it is. I think it helps like, people go to school and stuff. Uh, uh, it's, it, it's education. It, it, it pays for more heavy-duty carabiners during um, accidents that involve... Skydiving. <laughs> I don't think that's it at all. Well, it fucking should be. That's but, what killed but like, him. But like, I mean, I think that has a lot to do with it. Is they know that they can make they can make money off of Owen Hart's name, and it's a way of Martha Hart to stick it to the WWE and be like, okay, I'm gonna allow AEW. Listen, I'm to not, make I'm not riding WWE's dick. Fuck oh, the no. du- fuck yeah. the WWE. But at the same time, like, if you want his legacy what? to be presented to the most amount of people in a way that will A, make you money, and B, will satisfy fans. Owen Hart didn't wrestle in AEW. No I don't shit. want an AEW figure of Owen Hart. Oh! Or they're doing a tournament in his name, which, this is the end of the match with the computer. One, two... Big fucking and, I, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and this is my piss Eddie off. I don't want a Dusty Rhodes classic in NXT. I love NXT, but I don't want Dusty Rhodes associated with NXT because they don't piss me off. It it doesn't make any fucking sense. But see, that's the thing. Like with with the Owen Hart thing, they can't really depict any of his WWE gear. Any yeah, of his I was WWE wondering stuff. how that was gonna work. Like you can't use the video footage. You can't use anything. Unless they like somehow branch a deal, be like, okay, well, you guys are going to do something for him. Here's the footage, so you guys can do it to the full extent. But WWE will never do that. I don't know. Is Nick Khan the involved in that decision making kind of stuff? I guess. I mean, if if he is, he says they're open for business. So maybe, maybe really, they will. really quick too, guys. Talking about NXT 2.0. Uh, uh, Ricky, Ron, Ricky Ron, Morton won, by the way, guys. Uh, Ricky Morton. Braun Breaker, a.k.a. They, uh, his original Rex name, Steiner. Rex Steiner. Which is a much better name. Holy shit, guys. He's fucking awesome. Wrestles he, like his dad, sounds like his uncle. I told you. That's exactly what I said. He, he, Fat asses. He looks phenomenal. He's just got star written mm. all over him. And that was a great cut right there. I hate how Peacock throws in these weird commercials. Oh, spots. here comes this bullshit. Yeah, so here, here's the promo. I said, Tracy Smothers, good promo. Steve Armstrong, not bad. Steve Armstrong, okay promo. Dustin, terrible Dusty promo. It's literally a it carbon. It's a carbon copy Dusty Rhodes promo. He's trying to. Sound and you got to like think, Dustin had just came off, you know, debuting at the Rumble in '91, which would have been in January. This is July, and there's that famous word, famous thing that um, Dustin said that Vince said. He goes, "I'm gonna let you go and get, let your dad get you over. Then I'm gonna steal you back," which is exactly what he fucking yep. does. Yeah. That's precisely what happened. Here we go. Well, oh. he's, sho- he's just shoved down everyone's throat here, and it's ridiculous. You know who this, what that reminds me of? 
Eric fucking Watts. Do you think this is another reason Ric Flair wanted to leave? Because he knew no. that, that Dusty was going to push Dustin to the moon no, and because it, it has expense. No, because Dustin would have been... Fu- who, who's he going to work with? Exactly. He's going to work and with... Flair's going to make him look great, and that, that ensures that Flair it's keeps the job. That, that's a weird green screen cut there, That too. was weird, yeah. I think it's like the only time they use it during the show. Bad stream. Tell a story. The world's six-man tag team yeah. champions. This is one of the first times they they, they show the they <sighs> they always talk about the champions later on, but they never wear the title belts. This is one of the few times where they actually wear the what's fucking his, title what's belts. What's his name in WCW? Uh, Sir Oliver Humperdinck. Big yeah. Daddy Dink. Yeah, Big Daddy Dink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bad Street, aka Brad Street. Goddamn Candyman. <laughs> Brad Armstrong. <laughs> Who I have a, an autograph of. Uh, no, officially, offici- officially autographed. They're the U.S. tag champs and the six-man tag champs. Yeah, like, they don't fucking mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Street, it, it nasty and hot. Uh, further down the block, you know the battery. Got the... Got the, got the, got the, got the, the I'm sorry, but this, this, this look is... That, look at the dance. Oh, yeah. Because... Because uh, Michael Hayes looks weird without a beard. By so. by the way, and this is why they're still involved with the NWA. And how you can tell uh, they have six man WCW belts, but those are the US NWA uh, US NWA tag titles. Yeah, so they haven't been stripped yet. Dustin Rose so weird. Pistols. When when do you uh, do you know when the uh, NWA uh, US tag team titles were installed? I do know. Uh, around this time in 1986. So it'd been like September. All for the bash and stuff. Do you think? Do you think Uh, it's the tour? It's no, 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 no. It's after that because basically they they had a they had the the U.S. heavyweight title and they had the national title. Like uh, Nikita was uh, U.S. champion and uh, Wahoo McDaniel was national champion. So they they had a title versus title match and they got rid of the national title. The national title and at that point uh, around the same time they instituted the US tag team titles because they had Rock and Roll Express they had uh, the Midnight. Road Warriors they had Midnight Express and they had um uh fuck Aaron uh, Tolley well yeah to a let but the shut the fuck up you're you're, you're 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 getting you're stepping on my toes here um they had um Bill Dundee and um, the other Nature Boy, um, Buddy Landale. Like so, they had a solid tag team division, and basically, you can't have the Midnight and Road Warriors be champion all the time, or you know what I mean. So, they instituted these other tag team belts, which just fucking muddies the whole thing up. So, they traded one belt for another. So, there's your history lesson in the U.S. tag team titles: unnecessary championships. I feel like the six man tag title is so unnecessary in fucking '91 as well. I feel like it if. Because AEW's talking about doing a trios tag team title. It's going to be just something stupid, too. Well, it's just, they're going to have a TBS championship for the women's division now. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, thank you. <laughs> so, I meant that metaphorically. We're not going to have a bunch of belts. I meant it, Boom. I meant it literally. No, thank more, you. more belts. Look at, <sighs> Michael Hayes looks so old with a fucking, without a he fucking looks beard. the same as he does now without the beard. Can you imagine? Can you, can you even believe that Michael Hayes was U.S. champion? Michael Michael Hayes <laughs> is, Michael Hayes is great in a fucking tag team when Buddy Roberts can take all the fucking bumps and um and oh, uh, Bam Bam Gordy can do all the fucking power moves and he can just talk. I'm just, but Michael Hayes is not a good wrestler. No. I'm waiting for Dustin Roses to start shaking no, his ass and, here and, on his dad. And to the point though of that tag team, because if you go back to him and, and uh, Terry Gordy as like you know the original fucking Freebirds, he didn't have to be a good worker. 
No. He, he was the mouthpiece. He's the one that got, he was the entertaining one. He's the one that got his ass kicked. He got the heat. And then they got fucking Buddy Roberts, and that was his sole per- Take all the heat. Yeah. yeah. Do you know why Michael Hayes has Fantasia on his ass? Why? Because that's what Dusty Rhodes called him. That's that. You're, you're correct. You are correct. Fantasia. Sir. You can tell, you, you look at the fucking back of his hair, and you can tell that's Brad Armstrong. Which is funny thing, his brothers across the ring. This match, the sole purpose of this match is to put Dustin over. It's an That's elimination all. tag, right? It is. It's elimination. Okay. Oh my god! Because we we need to see falls on each and every one of them. I'm glad my ways is pandered to the crowd because this is the most excited they've been the whole fucking show. <laughs> well, the guy stood up. Hey, he stood up. I he looks like looks like the fucking penguin. You know what Rick Flair would have told that guy when he stood up? <laughs> Sit down, fat boy. So do we know do, it's not popular right now. Ric Flair's canceled. Do, 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 we, do we want to talk about so, that? So, yes, I do. So uh, Let me get a beer for that one. How, my, how many have you had so far? Three. <laughs> so, the show shit. I'm still babysitting my first one. So, I watched Dark Side of the Ring before Brandon and Travis did. And I literally, as I'm watching this, I sent a voice during the first, you know, the, the commercial break. I said, I'm letting you guys know right now, Ric Flair's going to get fucking canceled because of this episode. And they're like, what's going on? I'm like, he's literally, they're talking about what happened. I'm like, he's going to get fucking canceled because I know how, how cancel culture works right now. And sure fucking enough, like a day or two later, all these things start coming out. I'm like, I fucking told you guys. I just want to say that I saw the episode, and like a lot of what is said is damning, but it's stuff that I already knew. Yeah, I don't and, understand and why people just think it now is the it's time. Because it's on a national television show. That's it. Because I, well, I, there's people other than wrestling fans hearing about it. Yeah. That's the difference. Now, now what, what he did to me, like, I mean, we're going to bust out personal opinions. I don't think you should ever force yourself on any woman, uh, drunk or sober. That that's That's kind of, you know... No. But... Everyone understands Ric Flair does does this shit. Is it right? Fuck no, it's not right. But well, you know what? You know, For how many years did people make it feel like it was? Dude, no, no. At this, and I'm not excusing his behavior. It's a, totally abhorrent. But why the fuck did, did they feel it was necessary to to continually give these guys alcohol? You know, they they, they could have cut them off. They share some of the blame, and and I'm not saying this woman specifically. Um, the but flight crew for giving them the alcohol and not cutting them off. There's, there's some. some th- this is not there. a clear cut one to one. The woman and I, I feel for, her, but at the same time, like if this was something that that needed to be fucking investigated, it should have been investigated and not there should not have been a fucking payoff. And I feel I feel bad for Tommy Dreamer because I think. That's the kind of what he's trying to to say. I don't have but, any ill will towards Tommy Dreamer but, in the least. But he is he he got painted in the worst he, light because he's like well, uh, you're saying he's victim shaming her, and I was like, I think he was just trying to explain his opinion. Well, you know what? I stand with Tommy Dreamer, and if you want to cancel me because of that, go well, ahead and well, do so. Well, let me put it this way: so, like you were saying, a lot of a lot of this is getting traction because non wrestling fans are seeing this, and they're and you know. 2021, everyone's nitpicking about everything. But like I said, you know, I completely agree. You should never force yourself on a woman. No, and we're, and, and and you're all, we're all agreeing to that. Here, here's here's the funny thing about it, and it's not. I mean, it's not funny, but here's here's the thing about it. Like in the Deshaun Watson case, I'm a Houston Texans fan, so I've had to deal with that. I'm sorry. Almost 22 women have come forward against Deshaun Watson. How many more have come against forward against Ric Flair since None. this came out? None. You know why? Because he left him satisfied. Woo! <laughs> But I'm, I'm not saying that. Like, one is just, you know, it's bad. But, like, 
at this point, people start piling on. Well, and, and here's the thing, too. If this, there's this, more of them. This is what I was alluding to. Now, um, at our shows with NGW, we've never had any kind of incidences. I know, you know, in the past that we had booked Joey Ryan and all the allegations that came out against Joey Ryan, we never had any of that kind of weird stuff happen at our show. So we never saw that firsthand. Um, we never had anything like that ever. People feel uncomfortable or anything like that at our show. Um, are we all, I mean, we, we legit run it like we are all, we are all a family, but. There is so much fucked up stuff in the wrestling business that people are just getting a teen, like a teensy taste of all of this. How many other wrestlers do you think would be fucking canceled today if they knew about the shit that was going on then? Well, before sure. social Hogan. media. Well, one time, I uh, probably would be for well, more than one thing he did. <laughs> well, here's the thing. One Woo. time, one time, Ric Flair used a, a coat hanger to masturbate. Um, <laughs> Uh, Johnny Valentine, and um, they were oh. consenting adults. Oh, but Johnny that, Johnny Valentine would be canceled. Yeah, with the, all the shit that's come out like with him, like he pissing on people. And, Dude, it's just like, funny. All this it's stuff. just funny. I mean, took, took a piss on. <laughs> I, I feel like at a certain point, like there's like a thirty year cutoff. Like at a certain like like if this if this shit with the plane ride from hell. If it had been thirty years, we'd all be fucking laughing. And it's about been it. this has legit been almost twenty years ago. This happened. I'm not. Gonna, How did people not just realize? Man, Rick, Rick Flair did this twenty fucking years ago when it was she filed a suit like a year and a half later. Yeah, you know why? I'm gonna get into the legal the legal understanding of all this. Do you know why people file their lawsuits so late? It's because. When they do it right at the deadline, chances are the the people, the surrounding people, will not be available to testify, and they almost always get a judgment in their favor. I know this because the company I work for, anytime we get sued about things, and most of the time is is frivolous shit, they end up settling because the people who are involved they move on to different jobs, so they're not going to be able to track down. Johnny J and Susie Q to to testify about things, so they have no one to do that. And I'm not saying that it's on this person. That's what they were probably told to do by their lawyer. Yeah, it's a it's a smart legal defense. To, to me, all the same, this should have been investigated by actual police officers and not by people on Twitter. That's that's my take on this. Exactly. But I tell you what, what it did do, and that it's going to end up hurting Dark Side of the Ring. Because you realize how many people now are probably gonna be like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm be interviewed. yeah. It's 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 there's gonna be a domino effect. Oh, and by the way, uh, this week is a Chris Canyon episode. Tonight, actually, is it tonight? Okay, well, um, we Rick, Rick, Flair, Rick Flair's gonna get some more heat for this episode because Rick Flair um, would, from what I understand, I wasn't there, would sort of rib him and be like, "Man, you you ain't gay. You're only choosing to be gay." So, oh God, um, damn it. Um, well, they made the comment in that preview episode about not meeting your heroes or whatever, and I'm like, there's a lot of the stuff from the the plane ride from hell that wasn't even touched on. No, because it, didn't, didn't it, it's Angle and Vince McMahon have like a yeah, wrestling he, match? Yeah, he, he took him down and Taker's one that woke up when it all was going yeah. on. I mean, Well, you know why they didn't cover that? Because they couldn't get them to talk about it. Yeah, none of them would talk about that. Which is crazy to me, RVD talked about oh, it. He, RVD uh, had like no fucks given the entire interview, man. But then uh, they, but then if you go back in his comments after the fact, they said it's, he said it's creative editing because he didn't say those things together. Oh, I know for a fact that the, that's how they edit these things together. Um, so speaking of Taker, 
Um, they're trying to get a groundswell of canceling towards him right now because of uh, the dude from La Resistance. Oh, is it Rene, Rene Dupree? Rene, Rene Dupree, Dupree. Yeah. He, he told uh, the entire locker room to piss and shit in this bag, in his bag, every time, every show that he did because this kid had no respect. And I, I'm not going to knock The Undertaker for this. You know Dude, why? Tracy Smothers, House of Fire. So. With his dick in his fucking face. Um, <laughs> but, but you know why? Do you know why this is important? And this is just the old school in me. Because you protected the business because you would weed out the people who did not really want to be there. And for obvious reasons, Rene Dupree was not strong enough to make it in the wrestling business. And I'm not a big Miz fan. But look, that dude weathered everything thrown at him. And was he done? He's he's had two championship reigns. Probably never he's, should have had either one of them. He's one of the but, main faces, like, or like, not, I wouldn't say faces, but like, almost like a foundation block now because he's been there so long and he will do anything that company asks yeah, him to do. Yeah, and I'm not saying to bend over and take it in the ass for wrestling, but... Guys that made it in wrestling back in the day, they they had to get, go through these hurdles. It's like being in a fraternity. Um, big up Sigma Pi Epsilon. Woo woo. Um, <laughs> All right, but you got to you about to jump off into some barbed wire or something? <laughs> uh, no. Is this where you is this where you juggle and juggle ass? You know it. You know it. You know it. But um. <laughs> Red Death Party 2001. R.I.P. Um, uh, Violent J. Maybe. <laughs> but um, but but my point being is that it builds brotherhood and it builds character to, to go through these horrible things. So I don't begrudge The Undertaker for doing horrible things to Rene Dupree because he was doing as he was taught. You protect the business. And, and now... If a prick and doesn't respect the business, you... Yeah, and now... He gets punished for And it. now you can't look at somebody... The wrong way without them, like going you know, on social media. Yeah, like, it's it's like I got blocked by that one guy on Twitter that makes fun of Dave Meltzer, and I don't even know what I said. Hey, it's uh, Baron, did that guy, yeah. I Baron Vaughn, uh, Evan Mount Evans, yeah, yeah. still follows me because I'm awesome. I guess I offended him. I don't know how. Yeah, and well, I mean, just look at it. Sincerely, though, you, you know, we're, we live in a time though when if something if you were wrongdoing, I mean, truth be told, I mean, if say a woman was fondled. And she could go to social media, and I mean, it happened just recently with Joey Ryan, and say that this I was fondled. So th- there, there's means for this stuff to get out. Yeah. You know, if if it's 1987 and you fondle a chick, what is she going to do? Tell the local paper, and they're not going to believe you. No, well, here's the thing, and this is just from I come from a background of working in the fucking news industry. I worked yeah, in Michael the, Hayes, get it? I worked in the the newspaper business for, for give or take about a decade. Don't go public with shit because then it makes it harder to investigate. Yeah. People want their 15 minutes of fame, and there's so many people out there who are willing to trade morality for fame. And even if they have been done wrong, the, the first thing they do is they go talk about it online. Like, that's not helping your case. Well, that's hurting it. And the way the world works now, and I've, we've seen it with um, some stuff on social media, is like people can claim these things. And immediately, everyone jumps to that person's defense. And then it comes out two, three weeks later, oh, I was just upset, made it up. Yeah. And then they don't ever apologize to the well, person I mean, they did the damage this, to. And this goes back to Michael Jackson. This goes back to, <laughs> I mean, even Enzo Amore. 
where she claimed that she was raped, and then she recanted... Consensual penis! And then she like, recanted all of her stuff. Yeah, but they don't talk about her recanting it. They still just talk about how he raped You know raped why? Because that's not sensationalism. That yeah. doesn't. That's not a headline that's going to sell newspapers. It's or, just like... You we, know, I'm using my own experience to up, up correlate. In the place of Joey Ryan... He's trying to like prove that he's innocent because like no one will come forward and do anything. Well, listen, I I am no Joe Joey Ryan fan, but if Joey Ryan did this shit, he deserves to go yeah. to prison and be gang raped. But if he is innocent, then the way that people have gone about in canceling him is bullshit. So, really quick, guys, they do a double DDT to uh, I think it was I think it's. I think it's, it's Steve Armstrong. It's Steve Armstrong, and then so the whole the whole show, right? I, I made jokes in my notes like, "Oh, it's an over the top rope. Where's the DQ?" Michael Hayes literally back body drops Tracy over the top rope and gets disqualified. Yeah, well, it's funny because it happened earlier in the show. Yeah, with, uh, with no with the uh, with the diamond stud and yeah. Paige holding the holding the rope. But Al- yeah, also with um, fucking uh, uh, Simmons and. Uh, that's Tracy Smothers there, yes. Yeah. So, but back to your point though, Brandon. I mean, I completely agree. I think before people go out and start talking on social media about it, facts. You you need to go and definitely try to make you know put some kind of police report out there to corroborate your story. And and here's the thing, like I I get it that like there's a lot of distrust in the police. Absolutely. And the police can fuck things up, but that doesn't mean that you should crucify somebody in the in the news because ultimately all you're going to do is ruin the reputation. You're not going to get justice for yourself just because a bunch of people dislike somebody all of a sudden. You get your 15 minutes and then you're a footnote. Yeah, and yeah. do you want justice or do you want someone's feelings hurt? That's basically what it all comes down to. I mean, I guess some people could lose their jobs and things, and but like there's another double DDT. Oh, that's not that's not justice for your Oh. You know, for for the crime. Well, people now, and I hate to get like, like deep on the podcast, but like people now know how to play the game with that stuff, and like it, it's it's you don't know if someone's telling the truth or if they're not. I mean, and it, it gets in that gray area where, like, do you believe? Yeah, and I, and, I, and I never want people to not believe somebody was, yeah. you know, you know, fondled or, or but, raped. But, you know? but, but with the way the world is now, you almost have to question it because. There's so many instances where it's not been true, but then, like, do you not believe the person, and then, then do you feel stupid later for coming believing them, and then, like, three weeks later, it's like, I lied, I was just mad at him. Well, it's better, it's better to be believed uh, yeah. and investigated by the police than Damn. not believed by the masses and nothing happening. Yeah, or, you know what I mean. You don't yeah. need, you don't need the public. <laughs> You don't need the public's <laughs> approval on that stuff. You just so so we we missed it. They they eliminated uh, Tracy Smothers with a double DDT. Um, he just disqualified himself jumping over the top rope. Um, he did his feet didn't touch the ground. They literally he hit the apron. That's they not, literally went twenty minutes without eliminating anybody. Now everybody's been so, eliminated. Just like a Survivor 30. Series match. Retired. So um, they hit a double DDT on Tracy. Tracy's gone. Uh, Dustin hit a clothesline on. Uh, Jimmy Jam Garvin, he's gone. We're down to the final two, which is Bad Street and uh, Dustin Rhodes. Dustin went to go for that punch, and he kept lining up to do the pot, the punch. Up. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, that was that cool. was pretty cool. He hit that bulldog, and bulldog hits. into a drop kick on yes, Big Daddy Dink. Soul Survivor. There's, There's one, that one dude. <laughs> there. Woo, woo, woo. Hi, mom. Nineteen ninety one, Freddie Mercury. Is that my dad? 
<laughs> Holy hey, shit, yeah. I look like my dad's like, I'm, I'm having sex this late later. He probably did, too. Yeah. He probably did. Oh, man, with a ripe exa- uh, Alexander but, York. <laughs> I don't know, man. We just have to see how things go. But for right now, uh, and maybe that might be why Ric Flair asked for his release. You never know. Let's keep the stink off WWE. He knew what was coming. I, I'm i pretty sure it was because he wanted, because they were offering him these deals for uh, all these car, car, car shield that now is uh, probably going to be ending. And, and now WWE took him out of their open and all that stuff. You the, know fun, the fucked up part is they took him out and put the Ultimate Warrior, who literally was saying homophobia. A, yeah, uh, anti gay things. Blanking doesn't make the world work. <laughs> <laughs> you know what sucks about Flair getting pu- pulled is that he, uh, um, that figure's not going to come out. No. After that match, guys, we just had the two longest matches back-to-back. We're going to go ahead and give it a pause right here. In three, two, one, pause. We are at at 126.21. Uh, We're going to have a quick commercial break, guys, and when we get back to you, we'll continue this show. Next Generation Wrestling brings some of the most talked about and star-studded professional wrestlers from around the world. Based out of East Tennessee, NGW is becoming one of the most sought-after independent wrestling promotions in the past four years. Witness NGW Live or on demand on the High Spots Wrestling Network streaming app. Follow us on social media platforms at NextGenTN. Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcasting mouthpiece of the Southeast, Brandon A. Lane, host of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, with a message to all you WrestleManiacs out there in podcast land. Now, once you've jerked the curtain of the uncontested heavyweight champions of podcast, Wrestling Ruined, well, I hope you'll jump ship and check out the incredible in-depth movie retrospectives and interviews with cast and crew of all your favorite horror films only at the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast. You can find us on social media at Rants Black Lodge. Check out our homepage at JuicyKruger.com and we're available on all major podcasting platforms. And oh yeah, don't be a jabroni. Check out all the great content from Wrestling Ruined or you'll be the one doing the J-O-B. Guys, we're going to roll back into this episode. Our timestamp is one hour, 26 minutes, and 21 seconds. Uh, we're going to start it back in three, two, one, play. play. Oh. That is Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone. Oh, God, guys. Your next match is going to be Yellow Dog versus Johnny B. Bad. <laughs> Here's where Travis gets canceled. No, I'm going to preface everything. Hold on. Hold on. So we, we were speaking about Vlad, the super fan. Yeah. Vlad is actually here at this show. Because Vlad is fucking at every show. But I want to mention what Yellow Dog is. Uh, Yellow Dog, uh, when Dusty Rhodes arrived as Booker in WCW 1991, uh, with son Dustin, uh, there were eight top baby faces in WCW. Sting, Luger, Flair, Zinc, Pillman, Terry Taylor, and the Steiner Brothers. By the end of 91, Flair is gone. Luger, the Steiners, and e- uh, Eaton, and Terry Taylor have all been turned heel. 
and Zink and Pillman buried in the mid-card. There were only two top babyfaces remaining, Sting and Dustin Rhodes. The Yellow Dog was a gimmick used by Barry Wyndham in Florida in 84. Uh, in 1991, Brian Pillman, uh, troubled with health problems and with his career in limbo, courtesy of Dusty Rhodes, was booked to a Loser Leaves WCW match with Barry Wyndham at Clash uh, 15. Pillman disappeared, but his, ma- uh, his match schedule was resumed by the Yellow Dog, a masked wrestler with a ring style similar to popular, the popular High Flyer. The dog also entered the, uh, entered the ring to Brian Pillman's music. Pillman denied any association while WCW Magazine warned, if it is conclusively proved that the dog and Pillman are one and the same, Pillman will be banned for WC- from WCW for life. On occasions, Tom Zink would team with the dog, and a number of times a masked wrestler, uncanny like Tom Zink, took to the ring as Yellow Dog while Pillman stood at ringside. Finally, the Yellow Dog put on his, uh, his mask on the line in a series of bounty matches. Uh, but a write-in campaign by fans resulted in Pillman's official reinstatement to WCW as an active wrestler and the sudden demise of the still-unmasked Yellow Dog. And Travis! Well, here we have the debut in Johnny B. Bad. Officially wrestling, I guess, for the first time. With, with Teddy Long as his manager. I have in my notes that this fucking gimmick, which was referring to Yellow Dog, and then Johnny coming out and I said, also, this fucking gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be WWE, man. I don't gonna lie, I fucking love Johnny B. Bad. He's a bad I man. Bad man. Richard I, I like I like the less I like the Johnny B. Bad we get later on without the lipstick. I'm gonna preface look, look at fucking look at fucking I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface this right now by saying this match right here would get Brian Pillman cancelled in today's society. Well thank God it's not Brian Pillman. Well that's the yellow dog. It's the yellow dog. And Brian Pillman's dead, so he can't be cancelled anyway. Um but like know. he says a couple of things well, right you know, here at the beginning of this. There's match. Vlad. There's Vlad right there with Lex Luger's shirt on. You're gonna love Vlad. Whatever happened to that documentary they were supposed know. to put Peacock's out? Peacock's been a real bitch. Fuck about Peacock. Did they ever release any of the Luger one? I think right there is where the cut is. Um, because Johnny uh, Yellow Dog, aka Brian Pillman, literally looks into the camera, and this is his words, not mine. Preface it with that, and he says, you do, do "Johnny, you- don't be bad. Johnny, be gay." Well, he yells that into the camera, and they cut it. What does he get the crowd to say, Travis? Oh, I'm going to wait until we get the technical difficulties yeah. line here in a second. You also might, you also might want to... Um, here it is. Oh, here it is. Presented in the most complete form possible due to original technical difficulties. The reason this so, is... Hold on, interject real quick. State, state twice... Uh, your intent of of being politically correct, just just, just for to be on this, the this safe is side. just for us to let you know what is being taken out of this broadcast by Peacock slash WWE. Um, at this point, you know Johnny B. Bad looks you know very feminine and stuff, and literally Brian Pillman, aka the Yellow Dog, literally gets the fans to chant "faggot" repeatedly You're a at Johnny for saying that <laughs> <laughs> at Johnny B. Bad. Like they, they—that's the whole reason that technical difficulties thing in there. Because if you watch the original broadcast, it's literally probably twenty-five seconds of him getting them to chant that at him that they edit out it's, of this show. I mean, it's listen. It's not. It's not good. It's not good that someone would do that. No. However, back in nineteen ninety-one, it was a little. It was a little more commonplace for there to be somewhat of a homophobia amongst yeah. people because it people wasn't as accepted as it is. Today. People people weren't out in the way that they yeah. are now. There's a way to get heat. That being said, ECW on just every fucking show, you will hear not only the crowd saying stuff like that, you'll hear baby faces and heels um, saying things. They chant like that. Beulah is a slut and like worse things like the F word that I said. Bubba Ray 
Oh, yeah. Up, up and, like, was saying that shit up until the last ECW appearances they made. Yeah. It was all censored out on television, but still. But literally, um, he gets them to chant that, and, like, they edit ooh. it out of here, which, I I mean, I get they edited it out and everything. I mean. Good on them. Good, good on, on them, them for taking that out. I mean, but, like. So, needless to say, this is the not-so-PC moment of yeah, the episode. Yeah, this is the not. Yeah. This is not-so-PC not at all. Thanks, Brian Pillman. However, Brian Pillman, terrific worker. Teddy Long makes this gimmick. I really hate that they took him away from him later on. No, he had to go with Sergeant Craig Pitbull oh, Pittman. Oh, God. Hey, like, the little the finger kisses. That was awesome. Oh. So, we're, we're, okay, elephant in the room. Johnny John B. Bad is supposed to be somewhat of a homosexual character. They yeah. they pull that Homo-erotic. back. Homoerotic. They, they bring that back. They bring a lot. Up. They yeah they pull it they pull it back and he has the flirtation with the diamond doll and, and all that stuff later on, but oh that was terrible in terms of like the outwardly gay character wrestler where do you think he lines up in like the pantheon of the greats because uh, I mean you've got go Adrian Street yeah. Gold Dust um, Adrian Adonis I guess to a Billy Chuck. Billy and Chuck, definitely. Rico. I would say um, mid, the midline because, like, when when you think of, like, those characters, um, Goldust, to Goldust me, is, is, the, is, the top, is the top one because... Mm, yeah, you say your piece. Uh, to, to me, I mean, like, which even... More mainstream. Even, you know, um, Jerry Lawler on Raw says those kind of homophobic things, and... Oh, I'll never forget the interview where he's like, they're standing in the ring, and he... He's and like, he you already you know. You, you know, he's like, what am I? And he's just like... And he, say, he says queer, I believe. Yeah, he's like, he says. He's like, he just like, looks at him like questions. He's like, queer? And he's like... He blasts him. And he's like, no. And then he punches him. I think that a lot of that, too, they had to do that because they were getting... The WWF was getting Oh, they were getting a lot of shit for that. that. But... Um, That's why they kind of introduced Marlena. Because originally, the idea for Marlena was her to have like a prosthetic penis. Yeah, underneath the dress, like, like if you listen to, uh, listen to Bruce Pritchard, that was like they were going to have her have a prosthetic penis under the dress, and then it'd be like, oh god. But then they had to cut it back because of the and then you know just DTC. Like, and like what two years later, Mark Henry um, <laughs> hooks up with Sammy. Sammy. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh god, you got a dick. <laughs> he's like, that's why they call me Sammy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Fucking wrestling. Whoever, whoever knew oh, we'd have oh. to cover some heavy shit oh. on the show. Like this wrestling ruined. Like we're having to cover some heavy duty stuff here. Yeah, but. we've 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 hit all the the cancel points. Uh, we really have. Yeah. My my pick. Beautiful. It's Beautiful just how wrestling sunset was flip. at the time. Like for, just like watching film back in the day. Things are different. A lot different now. My my pick for the greatest androgynous uh, wrestler of all Adrian time. It's, it's Adrian Street. Um, oh, definitely. Fucking. Infamous. Uh, the amount of heat that guy was able to get, you nuclear. Um, well, that, isn't that how he beats T- Terry Taylor for the TV title? Yes, and kisses him. Yep, and then he rolls him up. Yep, he's so stunned that he can't oh. help but like be pinned. Well, and see, I, I'll recommend this to anybody that's listening right now. There is a short documentary on the WWE Network about Adrian Street. Street. I wish it would have been a little bit longer. I think it's about thirty minutes long. Yeah, talking about his career and things like that. I guess because he was a guest trainer in NXT. UK. Hi, do, do you want to hear hear a quick story yeah. about uh, my involvement with this documentary? Not that I had any direct involvement with it, but so I got the oh, I've had the WWE Network off and on. Um, 
it just it's it's fucking sad. It just pisses me off because there's not enough content to like keep me engaged with it. And I was disillusioned with the WWE at the time. So I get it. Uh, someone got me a three like free three month thing uh, for like Christmas, and I'd had it for uh, however long. I got it, I used it in January and had it through March, you know. So basically I was able to watch Mania and and, uh, Rumble. and the Rumble. Uh, Rumble was fucking great. Um, but you know what I watched right before I watched Mania? I watched that Adrian Street documentary and it, it put me in such a like pro wrestling headspace. And then I watched Mania and then I got to see John Cena have an imaginary play fight with Bray Wyatt, and I immediately canceled my subscription. If it were not for this podcast, I would not have the WWE Network, because I got rid of oh, it for the longest time. I'll tell you, the 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 thing about WWE, WWE Network I like now is that I like those untold stories, for one. And number two, the uh, the icons, which is they ever released the Lex yeah. Luger one, and, and I was excited. Oh! I was excited for those. The, the Yokozuna one that it was terrific. It was great. Or as um, well as Virgil would call him, Yokozuma. The 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 cool thing about those two is they they were releasing footage that we've never seen. Yeah, and like behind the scenes shit that we've never seen. Quick point about this match. I meant to say it earlier when I was uh, given my uh, not so PC moment of the week. Um, literally a minute and a half into this match, Jim Ross calls the yellow dog Brian Pillman. He's like, he's like, snap suplex by Flying Brian. And then it's like, and he's like, oh, sorry, I got him confused. He just does a lot of moves, kind of like Flying Brian. And then it's like, your car has to cover that shit up. And you got to think, I read that preface about the Yellow Dog character. Why would you not want Brian Pillman out there? Good looking dude. Fucking fantastic worker. Because you when that, this push is, your son, Dustin. No, but this is, this is all story, this is all story driven. Oh, here we go. There's a lot of council culture on this is, show. Is this where I'm giving uh, Travis his uh, his birthday presents? Yeah. Oh God. Well, let me let so me real quick. Let's preface what's room. going. Eric Bischoff is going into the dressing room of uh, Missy Hyatt, who says I have a beautiful penis. <laughs> I want forty dollars to get you these days. No, it's not allegedly. My penis is beautiful. Jason I'm, Jason Hervey gave her a card, by the way. Let, let, let's go ahead and give Travis. They're dating person. in real life at let this me, point, right? Let me interject really I'm quick. Sure, they're dating in real life. I believe point. they were at this point. But let me interject really quickly. What I was saying before the whole yellow dog thing coming in and the whole thing, like if he's unmasked and it's proven it's Brian Pillman, that's going back. That's the Midnight Rider. That's just no, that's, that's it, dusty. It's dusty. That. It's dusty reusing old gimmicks. So that's that's where the idea is coming from. Oh, sorry, Louis Vuitton vat bag and a. Freaking baggage! I saw that. So, I Travis, I have you. A, I have you a couple of things because I love you <laughs> oh, so God, much. I hate my life. However, the big thing, uh, our our good buddy Skip, who uh, you've made uh, uh, the world aware, has a teardrop tattoo and, and <laughs> joked about. Um, he got he, it, man. He, oh yeah. I don't Missy. like Missy as a as a as like a brunette. I don't either. She she's she's definitely blonde, blonde. but. Um, yeah, definitely hasn't her. been in the water either because her hair's all we, wet. We all we all chipped in and got you something special, and we'll be giving that to you at a later time when we can all get together. But I was able to secure two extremely rare items for you. <laughs> I hate you. And the the, the first one, the so first one man. is a is a very tasteful um, five by seven. <laughs> Um, <laughs> autographed picture of your all-time favorite wrestler. Um, it's Conan. You fuck yourself. I hate Conan. No, no, you don't. Did, you tell, did you tell them what I got you as well? Yeah. Fuck you. 
Got me a Conan action figure. I found that in my case. Thank Not enjoying to salt for three dollars on eBay. No, <laughs> that's how much time and effort I put into finding that. I really have a fucking Conan shrine because you. Fucking you have so much Conan merchandise. Why, how? Why would I think that you dislike? Hey, because y'all bought all of it. Orly, Orly. Oh, look at the uh, big Josh coming out with all these uh, blondes here. I'm pretty sure it's the same chicks that came out with zinc in different outfits. Wigs. Big Josh uh, going to be doink very uh, very soon in the near future. Also going to be very dead in the near future. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get back to that. Let's finish this. Thanks, Brandon, for this fucking 5x7 and a Conan. Now, if, 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 that, if that doesn't blow your mind, this, this is Gosh. going to. Because not only does this have the WCW <laughs> seal of approval on it. God damn it. Because there was this big push in the 90s. How you make something authenticated, it has a hollow foil sticker on it. And... This is printed on a metallic sheen <laughs> piece, of, piece of photo paper. This is it a lumberjack is, match, it is, by the way. It is also autographed by your favorite wrestler, <laughs> K-Dog Conan. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Poor leg. <laughs> this is almost like it's fucking... Look at it, how the light catches its awesomeness. <laughs> it's a red and black NWO Wolfpack 1-2. It almost looks like it's... 3D. He's going to make you toss That doesn't even look like Conan. What the fuck is that? Is that like Aztec warrior says, riding? That says K-Dog. We got black blood coming out. Black blood. West side motherfucker. <laughs> he's, he's hard. God, you and you're hard fucking, for him. I fucking hate all you Haven't guys. you ever seen the movie Blood in, Blood out? Why, do I, why do I continue to get fucking Conan shit? When because you, guys, you buy me Big Josh <laughs> autographs and fucking... And you actually never give me a Big Josh autograph. But it's the, type of shit, it's the type of shit you would give me. And, 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 and you would be like, what? What? You don't like Big Josh? Uh, he was, case in case in point. You don't like being like news? Oh man, do you, do you want me to go out and get my collection of shitty autographs you got made. I keep them in the fucking floor because goddamn, I'm gonna put them on my wall. You guys noticed that his graphic said with Kevin Sullivan, by the way, and Kevin Sullivan did not. Come I out. did. Oh fuck! And does anybody know who Black Blood is? I do. I have in my notes here that um, it is Billy Jack Haynes, <laughs> the crazy ass Billy Jack Haynes. So I... we have, so we have Big Josh, who's a lumberjack. Who carries an axe without the actual wedge of the axe, just an axe handle, versus Black Blood, who comes out with a fucking <laughs> a fucking executioner's axe, battle axe. And here's the thing: these guys are both from Portland wrestling territory, where they wrestled hundreds of times, and they still can't have a decent match. Um, you know why? Because they're probably both on drugs. <laughs> I also have fuck Jim Hurd in my notes <laughs> because fuck Jim Hurd. I I, I want to say real quickly that I, I legit love Billy Jack Haynes. Um. Oh, He's he's past his prime at this point, but no, he's he is an, he is an intimidating force. And if you have never Look seen it, it, it if you've never awesome. seen if you've never seen it, please seek this out. There is the most hilarious fucking video of him calling out Steve Austin for being a quote unquote wife beater, and um, fuck. I, it, he's challenging him to a a UFC match. He's like, "This ain't gonna be a wrestling match. No, fuck you, boy. You wife beater. You goddamn wife beater. The this will be the UFC, and you can't get out of the cage, wife beater." <laughs> the way this mask looks though on his face, he's got like it only shows his bottom lip and his chin, so it makes it look like he's got fucking duck lips for real. <laughs> when you look at it; it's fucking crazy. Well, speaking Who's of that fat guy right there with the black hair, with that the rebel there? flag. Yeah, I, uh, who is that? I don't know who that is. That's Jim. Black Bart? 
That might be. It is Black Bart. It is. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, because J- Junkyard Dog's out there as well because they had that dark match. We were talking about heat with between oh, no, you know uh, Billy Jack Haynes and Austin. What about the heat between um, uh, Big Josh? You know, uh, uh, is, it, is it Matt Bourne? Yeah, Matt, Matt Bourne and Hacksaw. Do y'all remember that? Oh no, I do not. They did. They worked a local show. He's Mar- log rolling. Log He's log rolling. Um, they worked a local show together, and apparently they had heat. And he was dressed up as Doink, and they started like beating the shit out of each other. And Hacksaw. <laughs> Uh, Matt Bourne leaves the ring and Hacksaw's like come on you motherfucker let's get in the ring and do this so those people got the best show of their life <laughs> god damn right oh. I love that we had Dick Murdoch and uh, Dirty Dick Slater and they yeah. like their gimmicks are fucking fantastic <laughs> yeah this is so fat <laughs> Billy Jack Haynes was Billy Jack Haynes the one like the infamous rocker story that uh, basically said like you know he, he dared Shawn Michaels to, to break like a fucking beer bottle over his head or some yeah. shit and then and, he gets fired. And then he, he went in there and said that they tore a bar up, and that's what led to them getting fired. Well, he's also the one that wrestles Hercules, and like, there's that infamous picture of Hercules with the chain, and he's like punching down on Billy Jack Haynes' head, and he's bleeding. And this is like WWE, like 85, 86, so it's kind of a WWF, big deal. WWF, don't besmirch. Sorry, sorry, WWF. God damn you. All right, William Regal, we should besmirching. Um, <laughs> also, thank you for my fucking Conan pictures. I'm oh, you're welcome. Glad to display them in the hey, fucking man. trash can. Viva La Rasa. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, can't wait some, to buy any more some Kenny people, Omega shit. Some people, some people will give you the four, the four one one, but I'm gonna give you the one four one four. One for me, one for my homie. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you so fucking much. God, Viva La Rosa all love, day, every I day. Lumberja- I love this lumberjack match, and the lumberjacks are just pussyfoot pushing each other. I, you know, it's like they're playing some grab ass. Speaking of, speaking of Conan, I, I mentioned it just a little bit ago, but y'all remember on the WCW Mayhem album where he's like, yo, Lex, he's like, I want to make you, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to toss your salad and you're going to kill my potatoes. <laughs> and like, what? My brother, I remember because my brother was like, did he just say he was going to eat his ass? And he was like, what? No, what and he happening? did because he was a total package. He's <laughs> like fucking 11. I have no idea what fucking tossing salad is. Oh, man. And now you're a pro uh, at it. Oh, look at the junk dog as uh, Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. as uh, Dave Meltzer calls him because he hates black people. Oh, What? What? Back up a little bit? Dave Meltzer calls Junkyard Dog the junk food dog. And oh. I just think it's because he's racist. Hogan leg drop. Oh. You heard it here first. Dave Meltzer racist. Uh, <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Mr. Meltzer, please don't sue us. However, your ratings are fucking bullshit. What was that? Was it even a knee he, drop? He missed it. Oh, my knee. Oh, my no. Did I miss it? Oh, my God. I can't sue with my duck mouth fucking mouth hole. Dude, Matt Board is fucking jacked there, he's, he's he, he looks like, like a, a guy who would legit fuck you up. It was like a lumberjack with his capris on. <laughs> now, wasn't his, wasn't his dad also a wrestler? I, I want to say you might be. You might be right. Um... I'm not going to look it up because I don't care. And I think yeah, I think he was another uh, another talent out. Well, in, do you, uh, if his Portland. dad was a wrestler, do you think he'd be ashamed he became a wrestling clown? Yeah, my my <laughs> yes. my person like my my choice of, of how I feel about him completely changed when you know we grew up and I only remember the corny doink like after Matt Bourne, but going back and when they released, I think that. It was like the Raw, like I don't know if it was the 15th anniversary. They did like the box set, like some of the best matches from Raw. Mm-hmm. But they they strictly showcased Doink oh, on yeah. like the first two discs. It's like a five disc set, and I was like, holy fuck, this character was fucking great. Yeah, he I, wrestle. He wrestles Brett. 
on paper, on paper, it shouldn't work. And it's well. Oh, here it comes. I made this point earlier about he's going to decapitate him. There being any, you can make you can make anything in wrestling work, but it's it's a the matter of the the exception to the rule rather than everybody doing it. Hey, look, Dustin Rhodes just beat another wrestler. Yeah, he wasn't in the match. Yeah, job, Dusty. Daddy, Daddy says sell. It's actually uh, Legulus is the coined that phrase, but my po- point my point remains the same. You know, putting your kid over is a little bit of a an egregious look. But Justin right. fucking deserved it. I mean, who else they got? Who else they got? Oh, they Brian, Brian Ricky Pilman. Morton, Brian Pillman, Tom Zeus. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying yo, baby, yo, baby, yo, Big Josh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Big Josh is only cool when he brings out an actual bear. Junkyard dogs. Isn't that weird that the one of the Galoob exclusives in the UK is <laughs> yeah. Big Josh? Fucking Tony Schiavone. Like, God, I wish was back in the WWF. He's literally twiddling his thumbs. Jim Ross is trying not to pass do out you, due to pain. Do you think that Tony and Arn got their hair colored at the exact same time? That's why they got some blonde in there? Yes, I do. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's so great. Let's all go Almost get as great as his next match. Get frosted tips. Let's all get we're frosted tips. Lance Bass and get our tips frosted. Hell yeah. <laughs> cool. We're going to end soon. I tell you, get poon. <laughs> what? <laughs> Except if you're Lance Bass. <laughs> he probably did in the he did Fair in 2000, 2001. Yeah, he probably, had, fit he probably had more pussy he didn't want than I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Speaking of, speaking of uh, having more pussy, um, uh, congratulations to Cassandra Peterson who uh, uh, confirmed uh, what we all knew for well, not all of us, but what a good deal of us who knew who were in the know that uh, she has been uh, with a woman for the past twenty years. Yeah, we love I've you, Elvira. Been, I've never been more Look, envious of a woman. Still walking out. Here comes Kevin Sullivan who decided to change his pants for this, and it's like we have one man gang with hair. I don't like it. It is weird. Yeah, it definitely threw me off. It feels like he's psychotic or something. I don't like it. All, all like everything I've ever heard about him though is he's like a really nice guy. Oh yeah, he's supposed to be getting one of those heels and faces figures from Zombie Seven. Good for him. Good. For, I, I'm not a big uh, more of fan a, of his work. Oh, you're more of an Akeem fan, right? No, Akeem's fucking <laughs> an embarrassment. But the one man gang is sort of like a nostalgic thing from when I was you know a kid. Um, I gotta say though. Um, him with hair is is not it's not a this his is, facials are fantastic. <laughs> not not, not the jizz ones, but that's what she said. <laughs> Kevin may know. I don't know. I just this match sucks. <laughs> There's nothing. It's still better than half the stuff on Uncensored, but it sucks. Yet yeah, I, I have my notes here that Let's it's see, hard. I wish I wish he would have done this and be like. It's hard to argue that Kevin Sullivan murdered Chris Benoit. Allegedly, is probably the worst. He murdered woman's poon. Is probably the worst thing that ever happened to wrestling. Argue. Uh, it's hard to argue that because he brings in the Dungeon of Doom. He does that shit where he brings stuff out of the river in Florida. Uh, was it? What was it, uh, Mark Lewin or well, whatever? People always say, you know, the Kevin, purple haze. The, yeah. the, that he was kind of like, you know, this creative mind, you know, like Booker wise in WCW. But everything I ever hear about him doing is fucking terrible. Well, he knew how to book heat for the NWO. Yeah. And, but I, I'll give you one other thing mm-hmm. that he was, I, I did not hate that was his, was um, the Varsity Club. I didn't hate the Varsity Club. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, Tony Schiavone <laughs> says a bad word here on commentary. He calls those little people midgets. Tony Schiavone's words, not mine. <laughs> This, this, this show has everything. Yeah, I need you. Yeah, Travis, do you have your quote? Do you have this your, this oh. show has everything. It has midgets. It has a devil worshiper. It has homophobia. It has a little Richard. <laughs> Travis, what's a little Richard? It's that it's thing. Like, it's like a thing where a guy. It's a guy dresses up with his hair teased out, puts lipstick on, and some glitter. God. <laughs> it's been nice doing this podcast. <laughs> I'm so sad we've been canceled. And then Kevin, he wears tassels up his asshole. <laughs> Kevin Sullivan shit cans one of these little people, and this little dude eats it, man. Dude, that ball headed one is date, by the way. Is it? Yeah. I can see it. Watch. Look, boom! That little dude. Fuck it. But then we have we have we have El Giante. <laughs> we have a crooked cage. Now Stefan. <laughs> look, look at this poor little guy. He got like he's about to kick him again. He's like, oh, he's hurt. <laughs> dude, he's checking on him. Dude, he fucking threw him and his I, little I, head bounced off. Oh, he's ninety percent head, so like, like it, what, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> I'm under the impression the only reason these little people are out there to make fucking Kevin Sullivan feel like he's tall. <laughs> this show has powder. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking choke. Hell, this cinnamon barely. This is so. It has bad. locker room scenes. It has a peeping time. When I just when I when I give you the artwork, should I just stamp this is canceled on it? <laughs> episode eighteen. It can't be the last episode. Oh, it's the last <sighs> ride, boys. Let's make it count. It has, it has, it has S and M. <laughs> a lumberjack fights an executioner. <laughs> it's all fucking true, too. It's got nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> the sun's getting pushed to the moon. It's got false advertisement. It's got Confederate soldiers. It's got the it's got the Confederacy. Oh my god! It's got Domino's Pizza in the back. Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. God damn it! He was the manager of a Pizza Hut, not no, a Domino's. No one else. Pizza's the Hut in the back. It's got Bill Lanter. He don't have candy to, man. He doesn't. He doesn't have to worry about avoiding the noise because it's, it's a different pizza joint. It's got a white guy trying to do African American dance moves. Oh my god. It's got Jeez. terrible selling by Elkiano. He was god terrible, damn. man. Holy shit. It's this got bedazzled fucking <laughs> panty packs. It's got a white rapper. It's got yo, four it's got four white guys afraid of heights. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. What has he got? What is it? Oh, oh god, oh, it's like man. a collar or something he doesn't know how to sell. Oh my god. <laughs> It's got it's got Fonzie. <laughs> he's gonna fucking pass out. Oh my god! He's got pyrotechnic issues. Oh my god! He's like, he's like, come here, come here, you big bitch. Take I'm too short. You gotta bend down a little bit further. He's got a frustrated devil worshiper because he won't get in the right position. Oh man. Oh man, and Bill. Hatter. It's got worse. And Bill after. It's got herpes because Tom Sink's there, <laughs> allegedly. Oh god. Oh man. So guys, this We're, match. <laughs> if we made it this far, 
Travis, you picked this fucking event. I told you, it is great. It's full yeah, of everything. You, you, have, Travis, you have a weird I, this, usage this may, of great. This this may be this may be jumping the gun, but I, my opinion has changed. You sold me. <laughs> this is one hundred percent redeemed. And then on top of it, got Gary Michael Capetta. <laughs> Gary Michael Capetta. Uh, oh uh, man, it's Jesus. got mullets. <laughs> it's got a shaved head, Ellie Gump. <laughs> it's got party shirts in the crowd. G- Gigante Bologna. <laughs> it's got Vlad. <laughs> oh, Holy shit, guys. Oh, my God. It's oh, oh, get over here, you dumbass. WrestleMania oh, 17. Oh, stabbed him. WrestleMania 17 only had like three or four of these oh things. Oh, my God. Does one man game even have a match after this? Is he just. Get so mad he fucking quits the company. I don't know. Oh my god. He's back in uh, 95? 94? Oh my god. Oh my god, guys. This, this match is fucking terrible. Oh, oh man. What's, all right, so what's worse? This match or uh, his match at WrestleMania 9? Oh god, this match it goes on longer. No, the the match at WrestleMania Nine is worse because number one, he's he's devaluing the Undertaker just by association. His bodysuit's cool. Shut up, Travis. No, it's not. <laughs> and it's it's a fucking non finish. He he tries to he, he tries to he tries to build Cosby him. That's got a hot Cosby. I like I like how Kevin Sullivan's already in a spot for the finish and they're not there yet. He's like, oh, let's fuck, oh, let's go, God. Hall boys. His his, his uh, fucking hairspray started to come out of his hair. He said, we like, gotta go. I feel like One Man Gang's probably the skinniest I've ever seen him, though. No, he's skinnier now. He's still got a gut, but, you know, whatever. He's uh, got guts. He borderline looks like a, an emo chick from the back. <laughs> uh, I want to give a little bit of a, a shout-out to the One Man Gang. He, uh, a few years ago, mm-hmm. I, it was like, was it Katrina? Yeah, it oh, wasn't yeah, Katrina. It was another... It was a Katrina... Style of being yeah. hurricane. It was like a hurricane, and he flooded his house. Flooded. Yeah, um, lost everything. It's, it's it's a really shame, real big shame. And, and thankfully, you know, people were able to come to his aid and, and help him out, which well deserved. By all accounts, great dude. Yeah, I've never heard off the top rope. I've never heard a bad thing about him. He he tries <laughs> to make uh, Giant Gonzalez. I'm sorry, I'm calling Giant Gonzalez. Look like a star here. He sells for him, but not with that fucking haircut. <laughs> then they cut. Like El Gigante's yeah, they, hair or some did. shit was part of the reason. Oh, yeah. God, that's terrible. You know what would have been impressive <clears throat> is he just stood him up and held him up like Bulldog. The funny thing is Kevin Sullivan up standing on the top rope and still not as tall as, <laughs> as El Gigante. Look, dude, I'm not kidding. Is he wearing Harlem heat pants? <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Harlem pants. <laughs> What the fuck? This is not even funny. <laughs> Dude, he really is wearing Harley. I got powder. He got blow. He's got That's cocaine. Because <laughs> they got to get through this match. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, look at. Oh. I've done that finishing oh. match before. Oh, here it comes. Look at this bullshit. Oh, oh God. So. <laughs> Hell of a splash there, you oversized bastard. Girl. Why isn't Ellie Gante wearing his like laser ninja outfit? God, and where's his bandana? Look at the crowd. The crowd goes mild. Boo. Oh, oh Boo. Becky over there with the teased hair hates it. There's that bump. She's racist. I'm very glad this is over. <laughs> Come back and stand out of the hoop for the Hulk, shit, John ass. Where the little people go? Up his ass. They went back to. <laughs> Why were the little people not with fucking Oz? Oh, oh. That is a missed opportunity. Oompa, oompa, oompa. That's different. <laughs> I know, but WCW would have fucked that up. 
<laughs> I have a... Jim, I just saw. I just, I how see, the fuck? Jim, where's okay, Jim? No, Barton? okay. Let's let's, let's, ba- let's back up. Let's back up just a second. How is it that you have? <laughs> how is it that you have Oz and then you have Kevin Sullivan and he's not playing the fucking lollipop guild dude? Like, how is that not happening? <laughs> I can see Jim Hurd saying, "I just saw fucking." You're the goddamn candy man. <laughs> You look like Gene Wilder. Lick this lollipop. <laughs> the schnozberries taste like that's a fish. Oh, God damn it, you motherfucker. It's just called the schnozberries? No. Everlasting no. gobs. That's Willy Wonka. That could be, I know, I know. That's a warring faction. They're Willy Wonka versus the <laughs> characters from Oz. They both have little people. <laughs> Jim Ross looks so fucking weird here. You know why? Because he's fucking dying inside <laughs> from the... This is probably the reason he got Bell's Posse, dude. I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh! Yeah, this is a fucking terrible show. Apparently Jim Ross is an adulterer. This? What? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> apparently, I mean, like, he did not, was not faithful to wives in the past, apparently. Here we come. Oh, here comes. Fucking wrestling business. Which was, this is a, uh, the fucking, uh, the great match. Oh! Oh no, I saved Lex Luger, who becomes an asshole. Nakita! Nakita Koloff! He wears the weirdest singlet of all time. Well, his really, nuts fucking fell really out of those bad like, boys. I really feel like his nuts about to fall out every time he walks. Shout out to uh, Tommy Young. Tommy Young. Tommy Young. <laughs> Tucking those bad boys back in there. Fucking uh, Big E used to wear something similar to it, and I tweeted him one time, and he never responded. I was like, you look like you could have a Nik- Nikita Koloff incident, and he just didn't tweet me back. No, he's, he's, he knew better, because he's a better person than me. I, I will... Oh, yeah, beat his ass. <laughs> See, this right here should have been for your title. To me, I think this should have been the WCW title match. <clears throat> the U.S. T- the U.S. title's not even on the line on this show, is it? No. It oh. is not. Who is the U.S. champ? Luger. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know that Sting... Which makes sense why Luger's in the, the match. And then the doesn't, uh, doesn't this, the fallout from this lead to uh, the shit with uh, Nikita and the U.S. title? I don't... I think it, I want it may, it may be later on, but isn't that when he like he destroys the belt and they get the new one? <clears throat> I'm thinking so. I think that's why they, the reason they get the title off Luger because oh, yeah. I, don't, I can't remember the time frame is not making this. Much uh, that, oh my god! So this right here, guys, <laughs> is the fucking great. Sting goes right here, gets me excited, and makes me feel good as he's holding a young kid up. I was like, whoa, motherfucker! Better oh. choice of words. It was '91. People weren't thinking about this. Look, 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 look at Ethel. She's pissed. I think that's the same lady that gets in, in like, Hogan's face. Hogan's face later. You on. You know where this is? Knoxville. This is Knoxville. She's a stunt granny. <laughs> stunt granny. I've seen that woman at so many shows. <clears throat> no joke. Um, did you get her number? Yeah, I did. Um, right. That's why she's not what alive anymore. Sixty nine. <laughs> oh, I smudged the paint. Look at that. That looks like a that's what they hurt. just did to Sting FTR on AEW the other night. Was smudged his paint. You think that's Sting's son? No. It might be. I'm, I'm blanking on what, what Jim is Sting, Ross, Whoa. Jim Ross, Jim Ross, oh What yeah. is Sting's son's name? Stinger. <laughs> Sting, 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 Sting Borden. Sting or Stung. <laughs> Stung. <laughs> Stingy is there. Is oh, the yeah. Let's, let's just go here. The key doesn't stand here the whole time awkwardly for three minutes. <clears throat> it's like the, having the the wrestler uh, right before you like click on him in a game. Yeah, they stand. Oh and, my god, his dick is gonna fall out. <laughs> Dude, Nikita looks like a fucking man. Like he looks like he'd beat your ass. We have Russians. Scott Simpson, <laughs> who legally changed his name to Nikita S. Koloff. And what is he now? 
He's a Christian? Fucking preacher. <clears throat> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Look, we had a graphic he's here. preaching about Mother Russia. Man. He's a better man than the person that... Uh, they tried to go uh, WWF there. Toy? Put... No, no, up. I was going to say Joel Olstein, who is fuck like, Joel Olstein. Exactly. I hate that that's, son of a bitch. That's why I was. That's what I was alluding to. You triggered me. I fucking hate Joel Olstein. Almost got you a Joel. If you, if you like Joel Olstein, listen to this podcast. You can go fuck yourself and unsubscribe. I don't give a shit. I don't Those give, are <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you like or don't like Joel Olstein. I just think it's funny that Travis hates somebody I more hate than, he, than he loves up, Conan. Guys. I fucking hate it. Look at it. that graphic. <clears throat> Need me a it's shirt It's like later. the only ones that fucking have it. That's the graphic pew! that's on the front of his VHS. I have in my notes pew! that this is a, it's about time we get a match that means something. Do you know that this gear is on an Elite figure? It is. Uh, the, I don't I don't have this Sting. I do. I have that's the Great American Bash Sting, and um, I'm kind of regretful. I, I had several chances to get this one, and I'm like, eh, one's enough. But I fucking love the white and green. The look at his hair. I love his hair. The problem here. with that gear, though, mm-hmm. is it comes with the WCW World Title, World Heavyweight Title. Yeah. I need that belt for a flare figure. I got mm-hmm. who's canceled. Sorry, um, but uh, but I but I need need him for display reasons. And I, I have a uh, have a a printed is it, off. Is belt. the exact is the exact year and the exact face paint? Because I, I saved that figure mm-hmm. in box when he got released by WWE, and I sold it. Like you sell everything. Damn right, man. Gotta make that money. Oh, yeah, speaking of which, we found a shit ton. Because I'm gonna get canceled. I gotta make we money we found a shit ton of those warlords, buddy. I just, yeah. I just got, how much did you sell yours for? 45 and 40? Sold mine for 50? Yeah. Cody. That was a lot. I left work early and I went to fucking Walmart and I bumped into Cody that I do NGW shows with and we started talking. I looked over and said, Cody, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to you in a second and I saw brand new Elite boxes open them up and I didn't check all of them I was like oh cool Candice LeRae's in this one and then I get a text from Travis saying hey I'm pretty sure Warlords in that series and I go back and I find fucking like two Warlords apparently there were more there was like six or eight Warlords there and no one's been able to find them there was five we bought four the other one was five no there was more because a buddy of mine that comes to the NGW show is Christian he found two. Uh, he four. found two as well. Remember when you told me into buying that fucking comma figure? Yeah, it's still at my house. God. It's giving him six months, man. I'm telling you. I opened mine. God, you're stupid. No, man. He had, he had the urn. It was terrible. It was topical for what we were going yeah. through. I can't wait. We cover SummerSlam 95 and we put them on the table. Yep, I will. Because isn't, isn't it true that after this uh, detour here, we start back on uh, Raw 95? So yes. I believe, I believe that is uh, the plan. But we also, uh, very, very soon, uh, probably not in October, October. but uh, coming in November, uh, more than likely, we will have uh, our bonus draft episode. I'm looking forward to that. I'm down whenever. I can't wait to go. I'm telling you, Jumbo Beretta for world champ. Jumbo Steve. You just don't want to be champion, do you? I'm just... <laughs> I feel like the following we have here will really appreciate Jumbo's titties as champion. Well, I hate ten- those random ass fucking crowd shots. That was Ted Turner. <laughs> Fuck Ted Turner, you piece of fucking shit. He's probably what I get myself into. Ted Turner at this point doesn't even care. He's just using well, the, he's the in losses. The ra- he's using the losses as a fucking write-off. He, Apparently he, in 1990, WCW lost $6.4 million. You know, how much did they lose in uh, fucking 2000? Like 60. Or no, 80. $80 million? $80 million. But they, they, those numbers are disputed because they said they dumped all the losses in the WCW to make it look better for Time Warner when they bought it. I, I have absolutely no doubt that's that's the case. Um, I mean, WCW was mismanaged. Don't get me wrong. but $80 million worth is a lot. I, 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 
I find that hard to believe. Well, even 6.4 is a lot. I, ha- I have, uh, I, I've had like a, a moment where I've made a post on Facebook and say, if you ever feel like you're having a bad day, just remember WCW lost $80 million in their last year of running. So that, that's wild to think about, like the, the, the quick downturn of this company. Cause it's like this company was always number two and they, they had that glimpse of like 90, 97, 90, you know, mid 96 to, you know, <laughs> they had to get the camera up there and they thought you were going to see his fucking gooch. Dude, he, he's, I hate his tights. I've never understood. He's the only person I've ever seen wear them like that. Sting looks like a fucking star, though. Um, going back to what you were saying, Eddie, bam, bam. really, 95, I mean, not good, but, I mean, their business turned around in 95 because of stuff they did in 94, so it, it, it's really a longer period than we kind of give it credit for, but in terms of watchable, consistently watchable programming, mid-96 to about late 98, 98, early 99. I'd say I, after they screw Goldberg, it's, it's I, I would say... Um, after um, DDP wins the championship, that's smart, that, like, that's that's the yeah, per- that's the perfect way to stop watching WCW. That's like April of ninety nine. Well, don't yeah. don't worry, guys, because once we get through ninety five, we're going to WCW two thousand. <sighs> that is the second worst year. We do are we even going to cover the Rawls because they're actually no. pretty good in that time. No, no we're gonna, let's straight, straight, stick straight strictly WCW. to WCW. Yeah, we'll, we'll go over what happened on the other side. Um, it'll be just kind of mm-hmm. flip flopping. The key to here, though, I don't, I don't know, man. So I, I the said, Russian it, gimmick in '91 is pretty much over with. I, uh, I mean, still lingers no, in the Cold War. because yeah, because there's still the, the Bart Simpson. You know, there's still some like tension. Uh, still tension now. Well, yeah, but not like we have. With you the know, it's China. funny. I just realized this. So this is just like WrestleMania 11, where they have three ring aprons. That are the new ones, but they have the the WCW one on the on the not the hard camp side, the other side. I guess Vince thought Great American Bash '91 was something to follow. These uh, ring aprons suck. Yeah, they're plastic looking. They're almost like a tarp. It, yeah, it's nice. That's not the the reason they suck. It, it this because they're too small. The graphics are the, way too small. The logo is so top heavy that you can't make it big enough to. Uh, it should have been redrawn with the words. Great American Bash. Ne- next to one another rather than stacked on top of each other. Just to make it fill out the color, repetition, alignment, and proximity. Those are your four design principles. There's also balance and white space, so that doesn't make a cool acronym. Um, I have a design background, and <clears throat> they fail on most of them. Uh, the ring ropes are all different colors. It looks fucking ugly. It's fugly. That's what the kids well, one say. One corner's blue, one corner's yellow. <sighs> it's just, it's a... I know it was the '90s, and it was just like this barrage of the, colors that you, the kids were into. But this is just this is garbage. You notice the colors change like from camera to camera too. Like the brightness levels were set. Different. Oh yeah, I noticed it on the hard cam. It's a lot darker, but when you get to your like handhelds, it's they're they're a little bit brighter. Do you prefer your Nikita Koloff with hair or without? Oh, without. No, that th- weird flat top he had was fucking stupid. No, that's, that was that's, baby face. That's baby face uh, Nikita. No, we that's don't talk baby about baby face. I'm gonna flash my wang at you and talk about. Dude, your literally, guy. his dick's gonna fall out of his fucking pants. This is a heel Nikita Koloff family. Oh, they would. They, I'm surprised they didn't blur that out because he's choking him with the chain. No, literally, his dick's gonna fall out. Like <laughs> it's fucking. Just it's like on. you're trying to wheel it into Stain, existence. Can you feel it on your back? <laughs> can you feel my dick on your back? 
Do they not later on have Vader like demolish fucking Nikita Koloff? Yeah, he does. That's like, like a Starcade? That's like when he leaves, pretty much. Pretty sure he demolishes him. Let like me a think. Like, and th- and this is. This, like, this, we're, we're like kind of heading into like the last. Era of Nikita Koloff. It's funny because he's taken ninety two. He's he wrestles. He's in, rude. he's in Sting's squadron. Well, the, he wrestles Rude for the U.S. title too. Like that's the cover of a WCW magazine that we opened yeah. on that one time. But like, yeah, Vader, I think destroys him in like like one, two or three minutes, two or three like minutes or something. And that's the end he, of him. He could have. Yeah, you're on the cusp of getting Vader as well. Why couldn't you have put like Nikita in this cage instead of Barry Webb? I mean, I get the chain. Match. I, I really, in, in all honesty, I think it all boiled down to that Flair. Flair wanted to drop the title to Barry more than we well, wanted to drop the title to Sting. That was the yeah. plan. And then he's like, "Listen, I will, I will fly out. I will drop the title to Barry, and then you can have in Barry in Georgia. They're supposed yeah, to drop, and, and then they fired him, and he didn't show up for yeah, Mayfield. So, I think it's because the the. If it wasn't going to be Sting, he wanted to make Barry because they had been. We'll we'll get more to that here in the next match. Um, yeah, because because we we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But do you guys think though this match should have been for the vacant title? I would have much preferred it to have been Sting because Sting's their their top guy. But I get why they're do why they're doing it with Luger because they, they've pushed him for so long. And God, I want to talk. I'll talk about this when we get into the match because they missed opportunities with Luger are, in Baltimore for one. God damn it! You're still in my thunder. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But Randy Anderson. To right me, here. out of all the matches on this show, this is really the only one that has any legs to stand on as an actual. Feud. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. It has I, graphics I, before it. You know, it's serial. I, I know they sort of put the hitch on Luger because, like, I mean, obviously he has the look. But if you want <laughs> a fucking dominant heel champion for for Sting to cha- to chase, I mean, Nikita? Nikita makes the most sense. I could I have two more things to add to my Stefan list. What's that? It has chains. <laughs> it has face paint. <laughs> a surfer and a Russian. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it has the USSR. Yeah, I want I want to go out of my way and say I love Bill Hader so fucking much. <laughs> And uh, Barry season three, we're waiting for it. I'm so fucking excited for when it happens. Uh, if you guys never watched Barry, oh. please watch Barry. You see how HBO. hard they hit the turnbuckle. So here, like we're getting close move. to the finish. I want to say, I want to say this so bad. I hate the fucking stipulation of touching four corners well, because it has the same goddamn finish in every, every fucking one. And yeah. that's that's the that's the fault of the people in the match doing what's been done. Like I said this earlier, you can do this. As long as it is not within a certain amount of time of it being done before. Now, the finish, you're right. They go to the well because... It's the most climactic finish. This was the type of thing that worked on a house show loop. Oh! Because you weren't seeing it on television. This being on a pay-per-view is not as bad. But it got to a point where in the late 80s where this is the type of shit that like Dusty would throw oh. on television just because he wanted, he liked the cowboy kind of stuff. Fucking Sting caught, caught a low blow from Nikita and then Nikita caught a low blow from Sting from Babyface Sting. I'm going to tell you though, like the bull rope slash chain match or whatever, strap match, I really do like the JBL Guerrero one. That that one is terrific. It has it has that same finish with anticlimactic, you know, 
you know, one guy's going to touch it before the other because JBL falls into it and then Eddie hits it and he loses the title. But they did it so well in that one. I didn't. I know what that match has. Yeah. This one sorely needs blood. Well, Black blood. On, on top of. <laughs> no. The finish is about to happen. So I think if you were going to do one of these matches and you really wanted to put over Nikita as this fucking monster heel, he should have fucking destroyed Stink and literally just grabbed him and fucking drug him to all four corners. Because you don't see that. And everyone be like, holy shit, Nikita's a fucking destroyed Sting. That makes him a bigger star. But I, in in general, I, I'm going to agree with you that that would have been good. In general, a a gimmick match like this is built with the the babyface in mind because you want them to like uh, Nikita can't get a, away from him, you know. But Nikita's not that kind of character. No, so it would have made more sense in this instance to buck that and have him be the one dominant in this match. I mean the Russian chain match. I mean going back to the you know the mid eighties. That's that was the Russians. That was their so, signature but match. So you look at the crowd right now. It's three three, and they could give. Well, the thing about this too is typically when you do these kind of these kind of uh, matches, by now they're saying they keep saying it's the ref's discretion. But it's usually if you're gonna be if you're gonna tear or break up the the count, and there's the finish. Oh. And if you're going to tear up, look at this guy, I think Sting won. He, Same guy he, who popped I for think, a, Or does he think Nikita won? Is he a mark? Or is he a smart mark? No, he's pissed. He's pissed now. He's sitting down. He's like, it's like Sting did not win. Look at He's pissed now. Look at that lady in the, the polka dot Woo! skirt. Like, I see his yeah, Nikita, let me see his like, <laughs> The guy in the, the tuxedo shirt, he's picking it, pulling his pants up, going, yeah, Nikita won. <laughs> 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 like they were giving them all like Southern actors of their fucking and, Baltimore. And this goes back to, to Uncensored 95 with the strap match with um, with uh, Vader and Hogan. You could have done that same finish where Vader fucking, they just, even Flair helps, they destroy Hogan so bad that Vader just wins. You don't even have to drag well, really Hogan. He hits in, the corners. He fucked up. He came yeah, back in yeah. and got the chain wrapped around the rope. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh! Right up his asshole. Look at that. Look at what right up his ass, Craig. I just said that, Travis. No, but He's flossing. Now he's going to fuck him. Oh! He's prison style. It's Russian prison style. (laughs) You don't even spit first. There's another camera shot of the crowd. I like how these these fans are all for Nikita getting butt fucked right now. Yeah, Stinger! Yeah, Stinger! Sticking up his ass! Stinger! Yeah, it's just like anal beats. <laughs> Benoit balls. Oh, whoa! Who Kevin Sullivan killed. <laughs> whoa. Oh, whoa. God, we're dead. Oh, oh man. This, this is... podcast is over. We're going to have to come back with Wrestling Redeemed. <laughs> hey, guys. We we love, we're all Christians now. <laughs> we, we love wrestling. <laughs> we, we, we found the error of our ways. Praise Jesus. Jo- Joel Olstein helped now us. Now let's watch DX tell people to suck it. <laughs> here, here we go. Stinger, Stinger splash. Who actually touches it first? Why didn't they, why Nikita. didn't they fucking Nikita. show it? Why wasn't that the shot that we saw in the match? I, I guarantee you the reason why that was not the shot they was just in sure. case they fucked it. Uh, you're probably right. Just like the Luger Brett thing at Royal Rumble 94. That was a much better camera shot than the one Ooh, we got. Oh, this is Jim Ross. Jim's Tony's like, man. God damn this show. He actually said on his podcast that that was the match of the night. Well, the I mean, it's thing. the only match that fucking meant something. There's a title right. match we're going to see here, and it doesn't mean shit. Because it's not Flair. We want Flair. The whole we show, flare. we hear we it. Want we want Flair. And they have to no-sell it every time. Well... 
Let's talk about the predicament that they're in really quickly. Uh, Jim Hurd. The company was secured entirely on the back of Ric Flair. Yep. Um, Turner would not have bought without Flair. Without which Flair. Flair did not know, which was all was a sore point. Yeah. So even this is, during this negotiation, like this has been boiling since like '88. Um, and I mean, during because he that, was supposed to be the brother love guest, right? Uh, yeah, and then he would have uh, feuded with um, Randy Savage, uh, but would have been. Uh, uh, but they had to pull Duggan out. So they kind of talk about this. What made Flair leave? Well, of course, it was Jim Hurd. Uh, kind of lowballing him offers here. Um, of course, he wanted him to cut his hair, which he did cut his hair. They wanted him to get an earring. Uh, so I guess the, the thing has already happened. Yeah, it's already, yeah, yeah, it's already happened. Then um, I'm referring to the U.S. title, by the way. Uh, they, you know, they had the whole Spartacus. He wanted him to be, you know, a Spartacus. He wanted him to be more hip with the kids, and he felt Flair was too old even then, which is wild to think of because Flair goes on and wrestles for like another fucking like almost twenty years. And then on top of that, he was making between seven seven fifty. A sting, year, sting money. And they wanted to cut him back to 350 and he told them no. Yeah, they said the, another big thing was his pay cut, which he was losing almost half of his salary. Because technically, if you think about the $750,000 contract he signed probably in 88, he should have probably got more out of that. Jimmy Crockett should have told him, be like, listen, without I just you, saw I just saw somebody's balls right in that <laughs> superplex. I'm not kidding. <laughs> They're like, without you... They can't buy the company, so let me sign you to this contract because I'm not going to pay you anyway. Ted Turner's going to have to pay it. That would have been the smart move on Jimmy Crockett's part. Barry Wyndham's picture, fantastic. Oh, hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he he looks like he's. Uh, but I can I can understand Flair not want to pay up because he feel like he got cheated out of money to begin with, and now you're going to cut him in half and. Make him job out to all these people, probably. Uh, okay, just lowering. It's half-ass lowering. Oh, yeah. They have to buy for time here because it's crooked as fuck. I, mean, I was going to say that Barry Windham looked like he was about to pick up an acoustic guitar and play Wonderwall. <laughs> Dude, he did look like a Gallagher. Holy shit. Oh, God. Tony Schiavone. <laughs> He's like, God damn it. Who's in more pain God. here? God damn. If you look at Tony's facial expressions, he fucking hates... WCW. He's got to, but they've got to buy time because they, every production issue in the world has happened. The cage is fucked up. Pyro's fucked up. Finishes are fucked. <laughs> Literally. All they need to do is somebody to come out of a box and the box not open. Pretty much. Anybody comes out of a box are fucking over. <laughs> fucking him. <laughs> but that's the thing about it is like this fucking pay. This is why I wanted to do this pay per view because literally there is. The only bright spot is possibly Sting and Nikita. Everything else is garbage. Travis, I don't often commend you, but I, I, absolutely, I absolutely think this was the the right choice. Because um, despite the fact that this is bad on most every level, it's it's not boring like yeah. the um, uncensored, uncensored was. was. This has been enjoyably bad from a you know sitting back and not viewing it the first time. Because if I'd saw this when this happened, I probably would have been furious. Number one, huge flare mark. Number two, you know, everything else. <laughs> <laughs> you look, and you look at this back at this time, too. Like, he was supposed to drop the, the title of the Barry and Macon, and, and then they Jim Hurd prematurely fires him, so he doesn't do that. Keeps the belt. Then they have to start announcing that Ric Flair won't be at the Great American Bash on live events, which I posted that on our Facebook page where... They have Gary Michael Capetta announcing yeah. that 
due to what contract negotiations, Flair will not be at the Great American Bash, and it's just like boo. So everybody sucks. So imagine, imagine this. Imagine that they go through, if you will, if you will, if you will, that they do sign, resign Flair. They he does stay, but they keep this angle going, and they pull the whole punk Cena thing years. Before it ever was a Do you think it would have gotten over and Flair would have been actually the top babyface because of it? The problem with Flair working babyface is that he inevitably will get bored with it. He he wants to go out there and he wants to do all the heel shit. The problem is, is that he always gets fucking cheered. And here's the other problem. Jim Hurd is not an on-screen character for him to play off of. Thank God, because he's There's fucking no, terrible. Like, I mean, I know he does announcements and shit from time to time. But like, what made Punk's thing work in the WWE is he had a heel. He had Vince to play off of. He had Triple H. He had the authority to play off of. Technically, they don't have that here. So it's just a governing body that that no one knows about. I, and and I'm this camera tries I for music, one sorry. am one hundred percent in favor of no more uh, authority figures oh, uh, oh, whatsoever. Oh. Have, have, you can have the occasional commissioner who makes a a, a William Regal was a perfect yeah, example. Yeah, a, a, a light touch. Check Tony. Where, where's he when you need him? It's yeah. like an AEW with Tony Khan now coming out every show somewhere or another from doing something. He did some battle rap the I, other night. Oh, fuck. You just made me hate him anymore. <laughs> I don't I don't want a dog on Tony Khan. He actually seems like he's probably a really, really cool, nice guy. Wrestling fan. But my God, dude. Get a booker. You have an incredible roster minus... Uh, the the Hardly Boys and um, uh, fucking uh, Joey Janela, Joey yeah Joey Nutella and and fucking My Little Dog Pockets and all those those a holes like you have you have some guys Marco you could Stone. build you could build Marco St- I, I, I'm I'm gonna make this statement right now did I do this, did I do this on the uh, yes did, you know this. yeah I did this on the podcast yes yeah. I'll do it fucking again Marco Stunt if you are within fucking listening distance of my voice. I'm making a challenge right here, right now. I will defer. Oh, they got the cage fixed, but I will defer all legal action. If you and I will face off in a fist fight, an actual fist fight, and you kick my ass, and I want to lay this out, be flat out honest with you, you could cut someone's ass off and lay it on the ground, and I still wouldn't be able to kick it. But this is how... <laughs> how Spell his name wrong on the graphic. <laughs> yeah, poor Barry Wynn. How long do you think Barry, oh, was, Barry stood there, by the way? Too long. Go ahead, Brady. I want you to finish but, this thought. But I want you to know that I am so confident that I could kick your ass unencumbered, uh, you know... That I will 100% sign this with my blood. I'll, I'll get on bended knee and blow the devil. Um, Tony Khan, make this fucking happen. Oh, God. I will give you my wrestling soul if Marco Stunt is able to kick my ass. And if he does, I will be the biggest fucking shill for AEW. Period. I will blow the AEW dick Till the yeah. day I die. Young bucks but, but if if I win, if I am able to kick the little runt's ass, then the Hardly Boys are gone. Marco Stunt is gone. Fucking Orange Cassidy gets deported back to fucking Cucamonga where he's from and all those dickwads. So I become your booker, and there's no fucking way, as terrible as I would be at it, that I would be worse than you are. Oh, that is the challenge. I'll be awaiting a response. 
Wow. So, uh, when all that happened, Barry Wyndham's name was wrong. <laughs> they showed the fucking title belt that has that bowling fucking plaque, like, over it. It World says World Championship Wrestling. Yeah, and Luger looks great. I don't like the yellow tights. I, I still like black black tights, Luger. Or with blue. The I don't mind the blue. Yeah, I don't like the yellow, though. It just It's, it's not a... Hogan. Like, why would any... Yeah, Body wear yellow. That's yeah. not Hogan at this point. And then, and Barry looks great as well. Unless you're flirting. To me, this is not a comparable match. It's Let's not. It's, this match would have been perfectly fine if it's not in a cage. Because I don't think, watching this back, I may be wrong, they ever use the cage in this match. Like, also, there's no reason for this to be a cage match. No, yeah, there's no reason. It's not holding anyone out. Uh, Luger's going in as the babyface. And, he, and here's another thing, like, like that angle, though. Cool camera angle. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. It has Luger turned heel yet? No, no it happens in this. Okay, in this we match. want Flair. Everyone's chanting, "We want okay. Flair." So, shitty belt. It is. It is after this point, or like, uh, I can't remember. Does Harley show up here? Or yes. Like, okay, Harley and Mr. Hughes, which Mr. Hughes is supposed to be with the uh, York Foundation. Which they give no storyline reason why he ever quits the York Foundation. He just starts walking out with Harley. People are putting up four for the four horsemen. So, Luger has been sort of snake bit. And as far as the the food chain is concerned. In, uh, I'm blanking on what year it was. 88. But it was 88. Uh, the Buckhouse Stampede. Um, they designed this whole uh, pay-per-view around the idea of doing these they were already doing bunkhouse stampede matches on house shows, but it's the stupidest idea for a fucking match. It's basically the Royal Rumble in a cage, and you have to dump them over the fucking top or throw them through the uh, door. The door. It's it, it's so convoluted, and it was just a way for for Dusty, who should have hung it up probably in '86, for him to feel relevant. Fine, whatever. Don't put it on pay-per-view. Do it on the house shows. Now, Luger's on fucking fire at this point. Luger came from Florida. He had uh, been working his way up, and uh, he was next in line like as far as like popularity of the guy that's going to challenge Flair. He was a horseman. Got yeah. Out. They, Wyndham turned on him. They, they did not handle this well. That moment in Baltimore, that should have been Luger's coronation as the next guy, and they fucked it up. Now, Luger uh, and Flair have always had a, a fairly good relationship, but I, I think if you really put a gun to Flair's head, he's going to say he wasn't the guy. He always saw Sting as being that guy, and he held it to his promise, like, I'm going to drop the title to Sting. Sting, unfortunately, got injured. Fucked his knee. And he was out for, what, like eight months? Yeah, like, something so like that? yet again, they had another opportunity to, because the, the replacement match was Luger and... It just didn't. It didn't do what it needed to do. <laughs> didn't the match in Baltimore though? Like they used some shit finish where Luger's supposed to bleed. Then they he's got Ric Flair in the torture rack. But then they call the match and say it's cause Luger's bleeding and the Athletic Commission won't allow blood. And then they give the match to Flair. I'm very. It's a know. fuck. It's a fuckery. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, I think that's it because he he's bleeding, but he's barely bleeding. It's kind of it goes back to like wasn't it like the Kerry Von Eric. Uh, yeah. Match where he, he's like bleeding from his arm, and then they took they they in the match when Luger's got Flair in the thing, and everybody thinks Luger's won and he hasn't. They fuck him. Roll up, and then ninety, like when you said, 
they come back, and then instead of giving him the belt, they wait until. And, and it goes back to what you were saying Sting. too. He he was all about dropping the, the title to Wyndham, which Barry Wyndham went on record to say. I, we, me and Travis couldn't remember exactly where it was. I think it's the Four Horsemen uh, DVD box uh, DVD where he says, you know, he was supposed it was, it was supposed to be his time. He was next in line, and he says he always kind of had some resentment to Flair because it fucked him. Well, I missed my. Turn. I'm gonna I'm gonna defend Rick a little bit. So. Remember when uh, Barry left to go do the U.S. Express? Yeah. yeah. That's like 85. That's 85. Do you know who got Barry's spot? Supposed to be Barry's spot in chasing Flair for the title. Magnum T.A. Mm-hmm. But that was supposed to be Barry's spot. That was the plan. Um, Dusty had a love for Barry, and that was going to be his time. And they threw those win- those plans out the window because he was like, fuck it, I'm going, to, yep. I'm going up north. Makes money. So... There was another opportunity um, uh, later on, and uh, Barry left again. So it, it was he was never there at the right time. And finally, when Barry gets the NWA title in like '93, Flair defeats him for it. So he probably has some. Didn't he, have a match, he has a match with Muda. Yeah, did he beat Muda for the title? I believe so. Yes, because Wyndham is supposed. That's weird. I hate that shot. Wyndham leaves what? In ninety one, and becomes the Widowmaker. Is that ninety <laughs> one? No, I think it's that ninety eighty. It's before this. Yeah, I think it is it, because it's and that's when, and that's totally Arn and him are all there. It's eighty yes. nine. It's it's that's what led it to being um, Steamboat, who has the the matches with Flair. It was going to be Barry. If I I might be misremembering my timeline, but I'm fairly certain that's that's why Steamboat got the Wyndham never did anything in the WWE. Except for the U.S. Express, like every time he came in, it was like it was snake bit. The he's, he's just, he's just not, he's just not a guy that, that they were ever going to push in the WWE without some stupid gimmick. And the stalker gimmick was <laughs> was supposed to be more than it was. Like it was supposed to be more, I guess, evil. But with all the shit, they couldn't do it. Like they it's just, it's to. just dumb. It's dumb on so many levels. And I want to, I want to say that. The new blackjacks, as dumb as an idea as it was, it was it was snake bit because it was the new version of a tag team. But him and Bradshaw together, they looked like fucking badasses. Yes. They did. They there was a tag champ. There was a chance there, but oh. They, oh. they they fell through. That was a good idea. See, I like it though. They, when I watched this match the first time, I just really wasn't very interested because I felt like I throughout the show I was just so disinterested. They are doing a good job of like no one. They can't get the better of one another. Well, throughout this entire match. And their feud goes back to the whole... Him turning. Him, yeah. him turning. Like, they were the tag champs. And he and pulls like, them in, clothesline them. Yeah. And puts then the he four up. Puts the four up. They cost him the tag belts. Arn and Tully win. He becomes Luger's spot in the horseman. And then he becomes, like, the U.S. champ and all that stuff. Because he's wearing the black glove yep. and all that stuff. I, I, ne- I never liked Luger and the horseman. To me, Barry is the... Makes the most... That's yeah. the, it's the most complete well, version the of the box horseman. set. And then that's the... The incarnation that gets inducted in the Hall of Fame, and it's the most com- overall complete in terms version. in terms of matches, in in terms of the moments of the the dominance of the Four Horsemen, it would be it would be Oli because fuck man, listen, Oli cut a fucking promo on Dusty Rhodes, and you fucking you'll believe like God's talking to you because he legit hated Dusty Rhodes, <laughs> he legit hated everybody. I don't know why I'm using past tense. He's still with us. We love you, Oli. You old fuck. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 
And I respect that. And he, he, and he like he he bullshitted people to be like, hey, I like you. They all knew he fucking didn't no, like him. You know what I mean? No. And you kind of have to respect that. Barry's just like effortless in the ring. Like that whole shoulder block where he does a nonchalant spin, hits the ropes, comes back for the clothesline. I, I've always loved Barry Windham. I, I think if I were to crown the most underrated worker of all time, it's it's to me, it's always going to be the trifecta of Bobby Eaton, Arn, and Barry Windham. I... Barry lacked the vocal uh, ability and the charisma to really be a big, big star. The body but, type, too. Like he was like lanky, but never right in shape, almost. I mean, that didn't so you much can, matter you can get away. You can As get a hill, you can get away with is, that. In like 80, 85, 86, he could have gotten away with that. By by this point, I mean, I mean, look at Luger. It's Sting, yeah. Nikita, man, all of them. Like, they literally do not use this cage at all. Like, why would you not make it where it's The cage right? is just, it's just supposed to be like an added spectacle. Well, they can't bleed anyway. No. Well, what's the point of a cage match in Baltimore? It's just supposed to be an added allure to the match, which I guess with Flair it would have made more sense because the, technically wasn't the horsemen still together when Flair was there? Because uh, Arn and Barry are teaming. Yeah. It's like not technically the full-on four horsemen. I think the horsemen disbands when Sid leaves, right? This doesn't Sid leave... Sid leaves because these are all in war games and stuff, and then like they disband. But like Arn and Barry are tagging, but like there's not four horsemen at that point anymore. Because it's it was Arn, Barry, Sid, and Flair. Well, you're, that's the cover of the War Games ninety for that year Wrestle yeah. War. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm getting my my uh, timeline mixed up because I started to say but Sting, but that was yeah. that was like eighty nine. 90. Or early ninety because he get he wins the he wins the title shot at Future Shock Starcade <laughs> and then they kick him out because he says he's not going to give up the title shot. Yeah, and then that's Holy's when Holy suspenders. comes back. Yeah. black shirt. Yeah, he he looks like a grandpa because he probably was a grandpa. Well, this is <laughs> I mean it, it, this match in any other situation would have been a good if this was a U.S. Match. title match I'd be okay with it. This should have been for the U.S. title. This is a very valuable VHS tape, by the way. Because I don't think anybody bought it right when they had a <laughs> chance to buy it because it was just terrible. But like if you look at promotional material for this, like anything, like Wyndham's not you, on you it. You gotta Flair's think how how wild it is that this is your marquee match and you lose it two weeks out for the show. You think they would have worked a deal out. Your president or who whatever he is lost it for why, you. Why why would you not work work out a deal? With with Flair and say, look, let's get to the pay per view. I know we have our differences. Let's get you to drop the title to Luger, and we'll be done. Oh, here's a question: I, How much longer did um fucking what's his right? name last after this? I'm Jim Hurd. How much longer did he last after this? Doesn't he last to like the beginning of '92? And then Watts comes in, right? That was a great reversal, by the way, to the torture rack. Thank. I want to think. I I don't remember. Oh, great vaccine. I mean, th- this had to be his death. The, the, the beginning, like the, you're not quite dead, but the, you know the the EKG is starting to flatline. When you, when you look at this whole situation, if Hurd hadn't tried to pull a power move and fire Flair before the pay per view, that's what I'm saying. He, I think he would at least drop the, the title to Barry and Macon Georgia. He he absolutely would have. And then, Flair never. Then, Cared about doing jobs. See, my thing is, and I think I would have dropped into Luger. I think, I think the, the he would have been like, look, we have this match with you and Luger planned. 
We're gonna make Luger our, our guy. Uh, we'll we'll do whatever we can if we need to give you a, a, a you know a bonus to get you you know to this point. We'll we'll get you you know to this point for you to do the job. Be a professional instead of him wanting to swing his dick around, being like, "Oh, I'm gonna fucking you know." <laughs> Pun intended, completely. No, but not Flair, but Jim Hurley. I, I know. I was just thinking, like, that's funny, because um, if he had done that, then maybe he would have been on Dark Side of the Ring. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, as a business sense, but I agree. This is probably where people are like, why the fuck did Jim Hurd let our top guy, Flair, go? And then on top of that, this all has so many ties into what wrestling, it affected wrestling. Oh, yeah. You got to think this is what led... It changed led, the WWF's plans. You it, know it did. It, well, it, Luger or Flair goes to the WWF, brings the fucking title belt. But this goes. This has so much deeper roots. This goes all the way to fucking Montreal. And why they don't want him to leave with the fucking title. Because Flair did the exact same fucking thing to them. With them. I'm not going to get into an argument about how stupid the... Just don't... Just, just fucking hey, the only hey can I have the belt for a second? Okay, you you don't have it anymore. The it's only so the only difference with the whole Flair situation and the title is because he Te- technically owned it. He did. I mean, that belt was made for him. Number one, and he did put a deposit down in 1986. No, no, no. I take that back because it'd be prior to that. His it would have been 80, 81, or 19, at least uh, eighty three. Um, here comes Harley. 1992 is the end of... He he resigned from WCW January 8th, 1992. and was replaced uh, by so Kip Fry. Five, five that, months, six months later, he's gone. That's that, and that was a forced yep. resignment. Kip there. Fry comes in and he's just as terrible, apparently. Yeah. And then you and get then Bill get, Watts. Then we get 93. 93 WCW, still one of the best. Underrated best. He tells him, he tells him, get him, power drive him. So he changes his finisher to the pile driver. Because WCW or the NWA sues. You know what the name of this was? What? The Attitude Adjustment. You're right. Yep. That was One, the name of two. his. That's the fucking finish. His, um, his boot was under the rope, by the way, making this title victory null and void. And the, here's the thing also the fans don't know what to think. They like, cheer because Luger's the baby face. Is he healed? What happened? Like. Nothing. That guy looks like he's jerking off air. That guy <laughs> there looks like he's about to take one in the bud. I don't freaking know. Hey, look at this. Like, literally, they make it strategic where he doesn't hold the belt where you can see it on you, camera. You know what's funny? is They should actually make this Luger an elite with that fucking ugly belt. Because, th- th- for better or for worse, this is one of the big yeah, moments Luger, for Luger. Luger's quick to not po- really pose with it. Harley's like, let's get out of here. But see, like, the thing is, like, Wyndham doesn't really... They don't even keep it on Wyndham to, like, show him selling, like, what the fuck just happened? And da-da-da-da-da. Then they give you a pyro show, like, the fucking show's over. But you got one more match. So, the next match we're going to get, guys, is Rick Steiner uh, and Missy Hyatt versus Arn Anderson and Pauly Dangerously. This match was originally supposed to be the Steiner brothers and Missy Hyatt against Arn, Barry, and Pauly Dangerously. After Barry Wyndham was moved to the title match following Ric Flair's departure and Scott Steiner sustained an injury, the match was changed into a mixed tag match pitting Rick Steiner and Missy Hyatt against Arn Anderson and Pauly Dangerously. <laughs> there is a problem with this, and we'll get to it here shortly, the reason why it doesn't work. Um, yeah, well, number, Scott tore his bicep. Well, number one, why is it the main event? 
Because yeah. you got two cage matches. It should have been. It They're not going to take the cage up and down, probably. It should. That should have been the the first match yeah. in the cage. Well, the thing of it is, neither Tony match. Tony. <laughs> neither match uses the fucking cage. No. I think they may use it in this one, like he throws Polly into the cage, but that's it. Like you don't need the fucking cage. Yeah, it's, it's, it was a waste. It cage was, matches should be. It's actually we've actually hit a point where cage matches are not that often. With the exception of having a fucking pay-per-view based around... Hell in a cell. Yeah. Uh, but the traditional cage matches, you don't really see very well, very often. Now they're a pin or submission or escape. I mean, like, you can escape. The whole now. point of a cage is to keep a person... Say if like, you were the horseman, there, to keep people out of your match. There's only one escape cage match that I will defend, and that's Brett Brett and Owen. Otherwise, I fucking hate the escape rule. Especially, the escape rule only works if a heel wins. Because that's how a heel would win, by, I'm going to run away from you, and I'm going to win because of it. But Polly is 26 years old here. (laughs) Look at Day Over Dead. (laughs) Six. He looks 42. Look at this fucking cock of the walk he's got here. Fucking Arn Anderson, man, though. He looks like a fucking man. He is getting ready God. to steal your girl, drink your beer, and dare you to fucking Well, I mean, and at this point, so like I was saying, before the match starts here, Dick Murdoch and Dick Slater take Missy Hyatt backstage, turning the match yeah, into a handicap do. match. In reality, this was done because of Maryland State Athletic Commission did not allow intergender matches. Yeah, which is dumb because they should have never promoted the fucking match. So to why begin not just with. do Arn for fucking against Scott or Rick Steiner? And then they tried to give you some. They give you a full on match. That would have been fucking but, tremendous. And it's by funny the way. here in a second. Like they try to take her out of here. Some fan like oh. hits Murdoch and he drops Missy Hyatt on her fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have in my notes a fan almost gets his ass beat by Dick Murdoch. Like she, like she's supposed to not have any action. She gets pulled out and he drops. He drops her ass to turn around and try to punch the fan. He drops. I do not head. like her as a brunette, man. Do, do, do you guys know that she said my penis was beautiful <laughs> because you paid her forty dollars? Well, maybe you should have thought about paying her. I don't have to pay her to say my dick is beautiful. No, but it wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, it would. She's seen beautiful penises. Uh huh. My dick's nice. Uh, odds are she's seen a I'm lot the, of penises. I am the only one. I am the only one who will right now. So here we go. Will write on the dotted line and I will show my penis to a woman and, and get her to rate it. And here it is. More so they, they're, they're coming out here. I no. love their gimmicks, by the way. What's their names again? Mario Dick and Luigi. <laughs> I mean, like, why don't So look, look, he fucking grabs it. Watch this oh, they're, they're, they're called the Rough Riders. So the watch rough this fan here in a second. Right here. Boom. <laughs> They're called the Rough Riders. I forgot. Yeah. WC security's just letting it happen. By the way, look at that butt. Imagine if the main event would have been Arn and fucking Barry versus the Steiner brothers in the cage. Oh, I would have came seven times. How how much longer after this do the Steiner brothers leave? Steiner's leaving ninety two. The end of ninety two. I've had to go to Japan for a little bit. No, they leave in like the middle of ninety two because they come in because they're already champs at uh, WrestleMania nine. Yep. Um. The reason I, I say this is because also brewing around this same time, there was, uh, went before Flair exited the company, there was tentative plans for Scott Steiner to be a major contender for he, Flair. Then he tore his bicep. Then they have a match in the clash. They did. They did. They have a match in the clash. Um, and the big, the big, one of, one of the big reasons was Scott did not want to leave Rick. Like, that was kind of the... Yeah, I mean, and I, and I get that, um, but at the same time, like, 
just think, man, a baby face Scott Steiner during this point, having and having the quality of matches he was having could have been really terrific, but he didn't get the personality that truly made him a superstar until so late in WCW. Yeah. They were never able to really capitalize God on damn. it. They, they leave in 92, right after Scott wins the TV title from uh, Steamboat. And apparently he was in the midst of a heel turn and then they aborted it because they he left to go to WWE. There's a, a funny line in here where, here in a little bit, Rick Steiner. Rick, Rick, oh, here, watch this spot. He has the cell phone. Boom! <laughs> oh, he, he clocked his ass with it. Right on the crown of his head. CTE! CTE! Something about Rick Steiner, man. Um. He goes back to his son, dude. He looks just like him. Holy shit. School board and ham cube. <laughs> so, hey, anybody got Sharpie? Oh, oh, oh Steiner. Oh. So he, they're even more dangerous than an autograph shot. Ooh, than, Steiner line. Than, he grabs, he grabs, uh, Heyman's hair here. And Jerry, or, uh, Jim Ross says he has a handful of the vastly receding hairline of Polly. <laughs>, laughs so fucking hard. Right here. It's right here. There it is. He has it right there. Good bump. Good bump. And this is the fucking finish, boys. Paul Hammond for being not really trained. Like, he... One, two, three. That's the finish. Rick is out of the cage. That's the end of your pay-per-view. He just fucking leaves. He takes the phone, puts it on, (laughs) finds a Sharpie, sticks it up his ass. (laughs) He's out. Whoa. He doesn't even sell it. He just looks fucking pissed off. The crowd's like, okay, that's it. Look at them all just start filing out. Like, well, you can tell one, they're pissed. I wonder, I have no idea, and and correct me if you happen to look this up, what what would the ticket price have been for this event? I did not look free. Yeah, it should have been. <laughs> I'm sure some of them people got in for free. I have no doubt. That's but probably, I mean. The advertised price is what I'm looking for. Probably like, would say 20, 30 bucks. Um, Front row, probably Jim Ross goes, I'm glad we don't have any more matches here tonight, Tony. And I said, agree, JR. <laughs> probably because he's got that damn fragmented kidney stone pushing on his pecker. <laughs> Wait, we've been there, buddy. <laughs> I've been there. Kidney stones are not anything to fucking it mess fucking with. They suck. a bunch of ale right in your beel. There's a, there's a slobber knocker going on in my dick right now. <laughs> Tony Schiavone's like, eh. <laughs> he's just like, and then there's random pyro because Rick Steiner won in two minutes. <laughs> Seriously, imagine you would have had, you could have cut short the fucking uh, Ricky Morton match and that fucking six-man tag match. And you you get the Steiners versus Barry and fucking Arn. Why not just have them injure Rick Steiner backstage and just not have the fucking match? (laughs) And and that's the the fucking, that's the Great American Bash 91, guys. You guys love the producer producer, Jim Hurd, senior producer Virgil Reynolds. It's going to keep playing. Keith Mitchell. Craig Leathers. Crockett. Guys, oh, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm glad that won, but it's it's funny. It would have been great to kind of watch some of the Saturday nights like on the lead up to that just to see the debacle of the whole Ric Flair situation. It, um, it's wild. But they're not even on the network. Like yet. I said, you think they would have done everything they could to keep Flair just all the way up to that pay-per-view and then had him fucking finish there, head out. Boom! Here's your deposit. In a perfect world, that would have you know would have happened. Yeah, get the fuck um, out of here. That would have been a lot of money for them to drop with the you, interest. Do you think Flair would have gotten over as much as he did in the WWF without bringing the title in? 
No, not the real world champion. I think there would be the contingency of fans who would treat him like royalty, but without that belt, he has no claim to what would have been the the better main event for WrestleMania. In Hogan my opinion, Flair. Hogan and Flair. Um, and it makes for a good storyline when he wins the Rumble. Having that belt on that television was shocking. I can tell you from experience, him walking out on prime time, um, that made me change the channel. And I wasn't watching the WWF a lot at that point. I'd occasionally watch it uh, if it was on. But I started watching the WWF, WWF a lot in like 88 and 89. But by 92, 91, I really wasn't paying attention to it. The Hulkamania love I had was wearing really thin. And um, to be honest with you, like WCW wasn't doing much for me either. But they had Flair and they had Sting. So those were my guys. Was, but Flair and, going there, that was, that was a game changer. Like, and like I said, you know, we don't really think about it, but this event literally shaped wrestling well, history. It's so weird to see WWF do it at the time because they didn't talk about the competition. They didn't acknowledge any other world title. And then to let Ric Flair come in there with his belt and be like, I'm the real world's champion. And ultimately, it was to put, the, the the end of it was for Flair to put over their belt as the biggest one. Yeah. Because he even says that in his promo. And the title, you know, WCW, NWA, it, it never, after that point, it never meant what it did. No. It's never, I mean, up until Nick Aldis, it, I mean, you could argue that, like, the NWA title didn't mean shit, and the WCW title was, you know. The most it meant before volleyball that was TNA. When the beginning of TNA, with when Sting and Christian and people like that yeah, held it. Yeah, but even then, I mean, but like, it wasn't the same. Yeah, so, it, it was just viewed as the TNA title. It wasn't viewed as the NWA title. No, that's wrong. That point, I know. Well, guys, is this episode ruined or redeemed? <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit! I'm gonna go ahead and just tell you right now, ruined. But it was a hell of a lot. Entertaining. Uh, it was I, entertaining. There was a better reason why this show sucked. As compared to Uncensored 95. I'm going to have two different answers. Mm-hmm. If I watched this in 1991, this would be a resounding ruined. But seeing this in 2021, this, no joke, this is probably the most fun I've had in any episode we've ever done. So begrudgingly and strangely, I'm going to give this episode an ironic redeemed. I'm, I'm going ruined. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Brad. We had, we had fucking Big Josh and uh, Black Blizzard. An executioner. <laughs> This <laughs> show had everything. El, El Guante versus One Man Game. No, that'll give that a resounding <laughs> What about Oz versus Rod Simmons? That was terrible, too. Um, <laughs> Diamond Stud versus Tom Z. That's all right. What would you <laughs> Scaffold match. Uh, That's kind of fun. <laughs> You're a fucking liar. What would you say match of the night was? <sighs> it's obvious. It's Sting and Nikita. Sting and Nikita, but you can make... You could almost make a argument if you just turn the sound off and just watch the match for Luger and Wyndham. If you didn't know the backstory, I'm going. I'm going Sting and Nikita, Nikita just because of the, the build. It actually had a story. This is the only match other than the Steiner match, which is fucking weird. It had a story too, but um, yeah, I would say that um, just, MVP Kevin Soft. <laughs> I, I know who mine is. Man, it's, uh, it's hard on this one because. I'm going to give it to JR because no other human being could have been that composed under that much pressure and pain. Literally. So, that, that and the fact that he still sat there and pretended like this was some of the best wrestling he'd ever watched in his life. In yeah. that in that much pain, I'd probably been like, this show fucking sucks. 
Tony can do this shit by itself. I'm going to the hospital. Just think, too, at the end of this year, we get Rick Rude. They, they start, the roster starts building. No. And you get Steamboat back. Um, you have all this good stuff coming. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to have to agree. I'm going to say Jim Ross. Jim Ross made it actually feel like it was a show that was worth watching when it wasn't. No, I'll go Jim Ross as far as that goes. If I had to do wrestler-wise, I would probably say uh, Sting for the match. But I, I'll go Jim Ross for just overall. Like he put in a lot of put in a lot of great effort for a show that sucked a lot of donkey dick. It was very bad, guys. That's the end of this episode. Next episode, we're going to roll right back into the WWF in 1995. The with night after Mania 11. Yeah. See, a lot of big stuff going on. Like God damn it, Travis. <laughs> Fucking spoilers, dude. Yeah, they're going to watch ahead. It's fine. Brandon I, already did. I know. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I was, was going to make a shitty joke there. Like, what happened? But yeah, I actually have watched the episode already. But as long as we're not canceled by the next time, you know. We're supposed to put an episode out. Yeah, we'll put the episode out on the dark web. Uh, dark web. The onion. <laughs> the onion. Dark web. Brandon. Uh, Ranch of Black Lodge. Uh, uh, a short time after this episode is released, uh, myself and the gentleman sitting next to me, uh, Stank Dick Eddie, have a retrospective coming out on the 1st of October for Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Season of Resurrection. Thrill me. Really, <laughs> we're gonna be uh, sharing our love of Tom Atkins and Tommy Lee Wallace and so on and so forth. And then on the fifteenth, if if I'm able to corral Scott on a day that we're both off, we'll be doing a wash along commentary for Ernest Scared Stupid. Looking forward to that. And I'll go ahead and oh, what are you getting ready to do? Meek. Sorry. Meek. <laughs> uh, I'll go ahead and make uh, an announcement right now. Uh, for I'm jerking off <laughs> for for November first. Which will be Rants for the Black Lodge's 50th episode, re- 50th regular episode. We're going to be treating this as like a you know, kind of an anniversary kind of thing. So a little more special, but we're all going to do something for a little for myself. But hopefully you guys out there in the Rant Army will enjoy it as well. A movie that is in my top 10 favorites. It's been a long time coming. Robocop. Oh my Fuck. God. Yeah, that's why he wanted to do Capital Combat. You saw the bitch. I wanted to fucking tie it in. You fucking <laughs> ruined it for me. We might, we might should have got it. you that RoboCop versus Terminator video game. That's fucking the game is terrible. By the way. <laughs> RoboCop is tremendous. It is absolutely tremendous. I'm a big uh, Paul Verhoeven fan. He's one of my all-time favorite directors. Peter Weller is tremendous. I, I can't help but you know, gush over the career he should have had. So I'm hoping it's I'll be a, able to what, get all that. Uh, oh, what the fuck? What's his name in um in Dexter? Oh yeah, uh, uh, from season five, um, I'm bl- uh, That's Lundy. 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 That's what I thought it was, Lundy. Yeah. No, 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 Lundy's, no, no. Lundy's the guy, the FBI yeah. guy. But that's what I thought too. Why can't I, I can't think, think of his, his fucking name? Stan Liddy. That's it, Liddy, Liddy. Yeah. That's a good, good season. I like that one. It's yeah. okay. Nice. Travis, what do you yeah, got going no. on? I still selling stuff on uh, eBay. No TJL, the man's well. Oh, speak about that guy real quick. The- which one? He sent the message to you. Oh, fuck that guy. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll talk about it in a second. But I literally haven't been able to post anything this week because I had all, or last three weeks because my phone had all my pictures on it. Suddenly died. And uh, today is the first day I've been able to actually get that phone reconnected to everything. So I got to do that after I leave here. Um, but yeah, there's this guy. I uh, sold him a unsealed pack of cards. It said it in the description. It says it in the item title. These are TNA 2009 cards, so they suck ass anyway. <laughs> I think we opened them on the podcast. Yeah, yeah we? we did. We opened them on the podcast. They're fucking collector's items. Literally, literally paid like $2 for them. Um, he sends me, he's like, 
I didn't realize that these were unsealed. I was like, well, you bought them from the unsealed listing. And it says it, you know, everywhere. Because eBay makes you do that now because they're so anal about parts. Like Brandon anal. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> but, like, he literally goes back and forth with me. He's like, I'll leave you negative feedback. I'm like, for $2, I'll take the negative feedback. I'm not sending you an unopened pack of cards. I'm sorry. You can go fuck yourself. And what did you tell him to do? I told him, I was like, you know, man, you know, I, we'll just agree to disagree. But if you know, if you need need to laugh or something to make you feel better after this whole situation, please check out Wrestling Ruin. It's my <laughs> podcast where we open those cards on. So, you know, I, I'd appreciate it if you give us a listen. And then he responded again. And then I told him to listen to Wrestling Ruin again. So we'll probably get like a negative review. Or something. I think that's probably worth it. But yeah. this guy can go fuck himself because he just really wanted a Mike Tanay card and it probably wasn't in that pack. Uh, no, I mean, it was absolutely in that pack. A, a, uh, th- a throwback Mike Tanay card of him when he was young. Here's, because here's, that's what the public wants. I'm going to do a little rant here for in Brandon's honor. Um, here's the problem with fucking eBay. is If you get something, I have no protection as a seller because you can sit there and say, oh, it's not what it was described as, even though it fucking says it. Because when this guy did all that shit, I, you know, went through the proper channels with eBay, and they pretty much told me to go fuck myself, and I had to give them well, like I had to take the negative feedback, and they wouldn't remove it. Then so. you have then you have an instance too where so you sold a guy a DVD, and it was he tried to say it was damaged, but it was not your DVD copy; it was another yeah, DVD yeah, copy. He sent me the copy. He sent me his copy back that was the 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 box was broken because mine was marked with the, my initials from when I first. First moved out here because I was, didn't know like if somebody breaking my shit and steal it or something. I hate when people do that. I, and I, as a physical collector, if if someone does that, I will not buy your shit. Oh, and then I had literally one guy. He bought the uh, John Cena Blu-ray, The Greatest Rivalries. Told me the second disc didn't work, and I asked him to send me proof of it. He could never send me proof. eBay made me refund him, and him send me my fucking thing back. And then I turned around, sold for more money. So fuck you. Jokes on you, bitch. <laughs> but Dan, definitely check those. Did out. it work? Yeah, yeah, fucking work. I watched it. That's, I mean, what, like, what did you see? Nothing, because he wasn't on there. Was oh, that's why it's broken. <laughs> but yeah, follow that. I mean, if you guys, I'm trying to get some more stuff posted this week, month before it ends. You get 250 free listings, but everything's for sale and going to continue to be putting up. So, yeah, guys. Lastly, NGW guys, uh, we uh, we announced our show uh, in November 28th in Richmond, Virginia, called the Bogus Journey because we couldn't have our excellent adventure. So when you can't have an excellent adventure, what do you have? Bogus journey. Bogus journey. We announced JTG, uh, which I'm glad uh, we have Jay the God back. Dude, looks um, like a fucking star, man. Dude, he's a great guy too, man. Funny as fuck. I love that guy. Uh, we also announced Matt Cross for our uh, Halloween show in Knoxville, Nightmare in the Old City. Uh, also announced uh, good old Manser returning and Calvin Tankman, who have kind of become staples this year uh, for NGW. Uh, match of the Night candidates all, all around. Um, the match that we have Mansur lined up is fucking weird and I can't wait to announce it. Um, but definitely check us out guys. Next gen TN, um, on all social media platforms, uh, nextgentn.net slash tickets to get all your tickets. Uh, the Virginia show is coinciding with, uh, wrestle Cade weekend and it's only a few hours away from North Carolina. Um, that's kind of the whole plan of woo, this. Woo, we're, we're also going to have a match on showcase of champions at WrestleCade. Uh, this may be the first year I'll get to go to WrestleCade, so I'm really excited to... Do you know who won't be at WrestleCade? Who? The Great Muda. Ric oh. Flair. That's a deep cut, and I really don't want to go deep into that, but that's a deep cut, but no, he won't Listen be Listen to Rants, and I'll, I'll tell you what's up. <laughs> but definitely check us Didn't out, they guys. they pay him, and then they just fucking canceled on that? Yeah, we, we know who the promoter was that did that, so... Like, uh, 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 
<laughs> but definitely check us out, guys. And of course, you know, at Wrestling Ruin, follow us on social media. On Do Facebook. it, bitches! Uh, buy some t-shirts from Brandon. Help, uh, help support our habit of cocaine. Link in the description. And black tar heroin. Um, but guys, this has been a fun one. Uh, we're excited we're going to get back on track for Monday Night Raw in 1995. Uh, I am Eddie Shepard along with... Travis Lasseter. And of course... Beautiful penis, Brandon A. Lane. Shout, shout out to Missy Hyatt. Thank you for that stuff. It made me laugh. Whore. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.